Take two. Welcome to the Bottled Soccer Talk podcast. This is uh, episode number 71. My name is Nestor and that's Henry. And it's two guys, two mics, two pints. Man, let's talk football. Yes, sir. A lot's, a lot to dig into, really. I don't even know where to start, to be fair, but everything from, you know, new coaching roles um, to surprises and qualification in the Champions League, per se. So There yeah, was? Can't, can't wait to get into it. Was there uh, surprises in the qualifiers or the group stages of Champions League? Um, well, we can get into that in a sec. I mean, there. I think there are a few teams that surprise for the for the lack of quality I'll say okay I guess yeah. that's valid yeah I think you know there are certain teams that are bowing out that you'd expect to still be either qualified or at least like near qualifying so yeah we'll get let's talk that. the biggest news though and uh you know I kind of just want to give my take on this but I think it's a uh, it's worth mentioning that Real Madrid beat Sheriff Tiraspol 3-0. to zero. We yes. got our damn revenge. You know, it wasn't as big of a margin as I'd like, but man. It was domination. Yeah, man. total. So it's not like, yeah. But I'm just kidding. I'm just taking the piss. That's not the biggest news. Obviously, we got to talk about uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Yeah. Our I Norwegian friend. The biggest, uh, I'll say the biggest news of the week, you know. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's been coming, though. Right, and right. We, I it, think finally people are like... Finally, we don't have to talk about this, hear about this anymore. Yeah. Because this shit's gone on for way too long. Well, that's the thing that it's been so long that it's been going on for that you never truly believe it was coming at the... You that, know, it's just, it it makes like, it worth talking about even further. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but... Well, to to add some context to that... Um, you remember a couple weeks ago when they, when they were saying, after the Liverpool loss, that... That Manchester United have to get good results against, was it Atalanta, Manchester City, and uh, Watford? Right, right. Or was it another team? No, no, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Watford. All right, and uh, <laughs> and the complete opposite happened. We figured, like, we know they're probably gonna get two two wins out of this. Everyone can accept the loss to City, so it doesn't mean much. But no, they 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 figured out a way to to look yeah. like shit the whole step of the, the whole way. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. I mean, they were saved uh, with Atalanta, if I'm not mistaken. I don't think they lost, did they? Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but they they struggled until if it wasn't. Well, they for, looked like crap. Yeah, if it wasn't for like a couple moments of brilliance from Ronaldo, it could be a different story. But um, you know, I think the way they lost to City, not so much by the margin, but more so be- because of the golfing class in combination with losing to Watford who you shouldn't be losing to. I don't care who's manager or what prospects they have because they do have a bright they have a bright future. I like Watford now. I mean, they always had some gems that are young, but now yeah. they're they're performing top, so But it's not it's not palatable to lose four to one. No, you should yeah, United shouldn't be, you know, entertaining that result. It should be, you know, justice. I mean, even like mid teams are, are giving West Ham the work. Like I mean sorry, Watford the work. Like teams like West Ham, for example. 3-0 and nobody's making much of it cuz that's that's the level that yeah you're it's supposed to be like that and united can't even meet that so i think that was unacceptable and enough to get you know ali the boot rightfully so yeah and, because not only was the scoreline bad yeah the football was bad you know and yeah and anybody could tell you that you know even the peop- even people who don't understand football to its full context 
they they were they would get frustrated quick with United because of you know their lack of creativity. I think was my biggest problem with their because they had the talent. But yeah. No, no way of yeah. getting that talent to work at its best. And it was regressing game by game, which which led everything to you know to culminate in the way it did. It snowballed. Yeah. But it yeah exactly it snowballed. It was just like a like a very slow process to the point where it was undeniable. Yeah, and that's the problem, though. Like, yeah, <laughs> that things had far. to become undeniable for it to for the front office to finally react, and uh, and even then there was this sense where like, oh god, they're they're still gonna keep them, aren't they? Well, I, that, I felt that for why... for for a good while after the result too. Well, was... I had friends. Well, you you as well. I had friends text me immediately because I have a lot of friends that support United. Mm-hmm. They're like, Ollie's for sure out. Ollie's for sure out, and I'm like wait we don't know that man like <laughs> like the way things have yeah, gone there's like there's a big chance Maybe that you he's still manager it. yeah yeah but no i mean i think the rest of the world or not the rest of the world but i guess the rest of the premier league fandom is is uh kind of upset because we were enjoying that piss take for so long of ollie at the <laughs> wheel ollie yeah. at the wheel and yeah. now the club is heading headed in the right direction uh, you can't tell the trajectory yet because that's going to depend on who they how bring many, in. How many tweets do you remember yeah. seeing? Uh, so Michael Carrick right now is the caretaker. Right, right. right. Which uh, is a bit of a head-scratcher in itself, by the way. Because he's been part of the staff for the last two administrations, so to right. speak. Yeah. You know? So. That's like, it's like almost like you're just taking down the guy who takes all the fall and, and you're going to replace him with someone else. I think Carrick needs to Someone that to could go. only be an assistant to that guy. Pretty much in the grand scheme, you know. Um, so yeah. I, I think uh, th- there's they still have some revisiting to do in the yeah, staff department, but for now it, it's a good transition for the players because yeah. it won't be completely different. They'll feel comfortable. Yeah. So good news for United, man. Um, <laughs> I think for them, for for the rest of the league, yeah, yeah we're all like. But fuck. it just goes to show how much shambles things really are. Yeah, yeah. Like completely. And uh, my point about uh, Carrick being appointed was that. How many of the same tweet did you see of of just plugging in Carrick's name in that real Ferdinand quote? Oh, yeah, uh, the, yeah Sign yeah. the paper. I don't care. Yeah, like, even Jamie Carragher was it, taking the piss. Yeah, everyone. It, it kind of got... Okay, guys. It's, uh, it, it wasn't... It was funny the first time because they would say that every time that Ollie would win as well. Yeah, so yeah. It, it's... I don't know. It was kind of annoying because he got burnt out real quick. But anyway... um. Who do you like for United? There's there's some strong uh, links, but re- I don't I don't know if either one's realistic. Uh, Pochettino or Zidane? I'll give you my dream one. I'll give you a realistic one, and I I'll give you one that is just damning that they shouldn't do. And I'll start with the damning one. <laughs> I'll start that I think they can't go with anybody that's part of the United DNA or whatever the fuck that means because that's a big deal apparently. I think it's time to bring in foreign football to United. Every every other team has done it. Chelsea, City, Leicester. The names go on. And I'm talking about teams that have won titles. You know, they bring in foreign managers that can implement, uh, you know, an intric- intricate style of football. That's what they need to go for. But a damning signing would be somebody like... Uh, Allardyce. Allardyce. Uh, you know, there was uh, Steve Bruce being linked. Uh, you know, managers that are just... It's not a step forward, you know. So those would be... That would be a damning one. A dream one for me, and I'm gonna go from the darkest to the lightest. A dream one for me, if I if I was sporting director for United, I'd go for Aaron Ten Hag. 
and have him uh, bring in his own staff mm-hmm. to work with the development squads to play all the identical, you know, the same football, you know, from from the root to the to the treetop. Would he even want to go? Because Ajax is playing amazing right now. Yeah, no, I I think they have they're playing yeah amazing. They have and you know you know some t- solid may- players. I'll say prospects. You know? Yeah, would Ajax even let him? Leave? Ah, they sell anything. I think everything's for sale at and that's Ajax. Why, I that's think. why for me this is a dream one. But I'm saying something like that would revolutionize United football for the better, mm-hmm. and it would be because they have the money for it. Maybe they need to improve their facilities a bit, but it would be the best investment they can do. But it's not going to be a big flashy thing where they're going to grow for crazy players, so you don't get as much marketing, right? So, but a realistic one, uh, maybe Poach. I think. Uh, Poach, you think Poach is more realistic than uh, Ten Hag? Yes, yes. Because I don't think United, well, the way they run, they've been running their business, I don't think they're thinking long term like that. If they wanted to establish a, a dynasty, as they call That's it over true. there, <laughs> you want somebody like Ten Hag, and, and you're going to be patient with the first three years if you see progression, which I think he would. And United would start, like, for real, they'd start playing, like, some really beautiful football because of Ten Hag's tactics. It's, um, it's kind of like what Pep does, uh, but with more of a of a like kind of Germanic twist on it. Think like Nagelsmann, and if that if he can get United to play that football with some of the signings they currently have, it'd be scary hours for a lot of people. And I, so, if I'm a United fan, I'm 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 wishing for Ten Hag, but is that realistic? I don't know. I think Pochettino is recognizable enough, as well as good enough. Yeah, that's another Maybe thing. not as good as at Tunhog or as good as uh, who else are they linked to? Um Zidane or uh Zidane, yes, right. Or even, maybe even Valverde. Valverde, that's an interesting one but too by the way. Yeah. I I don't I don't know how I feel about that one. And I think it's I, it leans towards the good. You know, I was thinking <laughs> cute little move, uh, Thiago. Uh, uh Liverpool uh, versus Porto in the background. But uh I was thinking this and then probably like the day later I saw like a rumor or tweet on it was uh, Luis Enrique. Oh, that'd and be you, crazy. in the past, I'm like that. That would be an awesome idea for for what uh, for what United have now and, and his ability to to manage as well. And he brings a lot of respect as a manager. But um, I don't know. I don't. I don't think that one for me would be the dream one. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then Sheesh. yeah, realistic one that fits the profile. But also ability, get, the safest pick is Pochettino. Yeah, that's what I mean. In terms of who the ma- the manager could be, if if you had your line of, uh, your you just you can choose. Yeah, but say if we do go the Pochettino route, I don't think he comes immediately. I think he finishes his season at PSG this season and then joins in the summer if it were to happen. How I long think has he been there? He's been. Like, has it even been a year? I don't think so. I. Cause, oh yeah, cause uh, cause Tuchel went. Oh, so it's gonna January. be January. It's gonna be a year, yeah. And isn't it crazy how less than a year he's already like, "Fuck this, I'm out." Yeah, it's I'm weird. Fucking out. Yeah, like people thought he had a dream, you know. I didn't like, really notice this, and maybe this is just me being naive or something. But apparently, everybody hates Leonardo. Oh, Paredes? No, no, at no PSG. He's the sporting director or something. Oh, sorry, I thought you talked about the player. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Oh, oh Leonardo. Uh, yeah, yeah. I thought Paredes you talked about the player, Leonardo. but no, no. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They do, they do. Yeah. Uh, so apparently, like, there's there's high turnaround. Uh, not only for obviously players and managers, but um, 
employees. Oh, oh he's oh he's Brazilian. Leonardo. Yeah, he's the sporting director, and uh, like over a thousand people have quit. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's crazy. Like it speaks a lot to a lot of the unhappiness. Tuchel had a falling out with him, and every other manager before him. And including Pochettino now, so Jeez. it may be just toxic in the front office and <laughs> like just too big of an ego controlling uh, things, you know. Yeah, he's an abrasive ass person on top of everything. My conspiracy is that he's only working there because Neymar probably just got a hook, got him hooked up on like an uncle type deal, like L. But my uncle's got to be sporting director, and I'll stay <laughs> or I'll go to PSG, whatever the case, you know. But um, no, I mean, yeah, it's obviously an area of improvement because it speaks bad of a club if they can't retain their managers that's one thing city have pandered to very well in in the positive light is to Guardiola. any demands he's had in terms of players he wants they've really given him a lot of freedom I'm a, i wonder how much of a micromanager he is though in those kind of things like yeah. is he is he kind of difficult to work with but you just accept it or is he is he pretty easy going and chill about things I'm sure he has a hand in every basket there. Like, he's shuffling everything. He's the one calling the shots. And I say that because I think there's no one else you can trust with those kind of ideas Ooh, and, and you know, other than Pep. Like, if Pep says there's a player in a certain country, in a certain league that isn't well-known, but he desires and he says, well, he, he sees something, you have to trust him. And it's kind of based on his track record more than anything and the success he has. And two, I think he has like such a good brotherhood with Chiki, uh, dating back to the Barcelona days. So it's just a uh, it's a very like main like a flow streaming system, and I think that's so important, you know. And it does speak bad of PSG if they can't keep that that a uh, link up uh, harmony squeaky clean. Yeah, because you know that's one thing about Abramovich too. He's the same, um, you know, from the owner to the sporting directors to the managers it's a very healthy uh connection i think there are some managers that they're more or less like a dang pepe got subbed out less than 25 minutes in uh, but anyway um there's like that stratosphere of manager where you're just like let him do his thing man yeah and if you're gonna make a big ass fuss on who you got like whether it's pochettino Mourinho, <laughs> and you know how teams make like a huge deal about who they get as a manager yeah so, some of them you know for the most part you know, I mean, you have your superstars and then the rest, as in anything else. You give him, you give him the control he needs, and, and that's something that you agree on. If you're going to be an ego, like maybe, uh, what's the dude from Tottenham? What's his name? Uh, uh, Levy. Daniel Levy. Yeah, if you're going to be a Leonardo, a fucking Abramovich kind of cat, you know, those guys, they want to have some of the shine too. They want that credit. Yeah. Florentino too. Yeah. From oh, Madrid, yeah. Yeah. And La Porta, as a matter of fact, you know, Jeez. those kind of guys, they, they just, you hear so many quotes from them. It, it's like, like, just do like, your work in the background. You? That's your job. You yeah. have your superstars, your rock stars of players and the managers. And yeah. you guys, like, you don't, you don't, no one cares about what you do. They just uh, know, they, they just hear that you're an asshole sometimes, you know, Florentino. Uh, except uh, that's one thing I'll say about Khaldun Al-Mubarak. Proper bloke, speaks on what he's asked about and, and says it so eloquently. You know, yeah, he, he's never said some wild shit like Laporta, like, like Laporta would be like, yeah, I think we could co- we can compete in Champions League, like, yeah. bro, l- read the room, my boy, like, <laughs> y'all are struggling right now. So yeah. I'm trying to paint this How fantasy. How will uh, do it? Uh, oh, this it's been a, like, a it's been a down year. 
we recognize that we may not yeah, win exactly. Champions League, but our focus is to come back next year uh, revitalized and and willing to uh, challenge. Yeah, and I think uh, Pep's position was, was never in question uh, from the beginning. I, I think uh, me and the board, we have a full trust in him, and I, I think he will lead us to the promised land. <laughs> in fact, he's uh, led us to believe uh, nothing else, <laughs> like something like that. And he just, yeah. and it's like, okay, that goes under the radar. It's not controversial. Yeah, it's like it, oh, it's, okay. it's it makes too much sense for anyone to listen to that. Yeah, exactly. It's boring. It's stale. It, it's, it's corporate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think I think as someone in a corporate position, because you you're not going <laughs> to tell me that someone in that position. Uh, Leonardo, maybe Leonardo because he was a player, but Florentino or Abramovich, you, you, you're not going to tell me that they know the function of an inverted winger. Yeah, no, know? they don't. Or a false nine. You know, you know, they don't know that shit. They know numbers. They know that they got the right guys in the right position, and that's what it is. Yeah, like they, they're, they're doing everything to maximize profit and success and, you know, ego stroke. If something makes sense, they won't let their ego uh, let, let themselves get in the way. And you know what's funny? is Manchester United is that way. You don't really hear a lot of quote from the from the Glazers or from uh, Woodward. Mm-hmm. It's it's really just about them. Yeah, yeah. So they they function well in one way where they're too corporate, but they but they also kind of overstep their lines and make things just about the bottom that bottom line. Yeah, yeah, that is true. But yeah, I mean I I know we kind of we went to a PSG talking about Leandro or sorry Leonardo, uh-huh. uh, but yeah man that's a that's an important area where you, you know if that's not functioning, you can't expect a successful team to take you anywhere you know it's not gonna happen. Yeah so um, back to the original question is I think Pochettino, maybe not for his football but for what United need and want right now I think he's the he's a good fit I don't know if he's gonna be. Like a challenging, a year in year out if he stays there long term. But I, I think it'll he'll be able to bring back some stability to that team. No, no, I think he can for sure. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. I like. I think. Um, you know, maybe letting Carrick just take it from here wouldn't be a bad idea. Till the end for of the, the season. To the end of I like just because I don't know if. Um, well, I mean, it would be beneficial to bring somebody in, but I think you'd want to wait for the opportunity to sign the largest amount. You have the largest selection of managers because right now there's people that are still employed that are not going to want to leave their current post in the middle of the season. It does reflect kind of bad, you know? Well, like I said, I think uh, <laughs> I like, think Ajax, because the, maybe they know they're a, kind of like a selling club. Yeah, well, in, in, in every aspect, yeah. But do they have transfer fees for managers? That would be funny, huh? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure <laughs> if if United came with like a nice chunk of change, like to, they're one they're gonna save on Ten Hag's wages. Two, whatever money United gives them, whether it's ten or fifteen million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that'll do it for yeah, a manager. We'll, we'll, they're like, we'll pay out the rest of his contract. And he's imagine we hear like some crazy figure, like highest fee paid for a manager now, uh, and he's like thirty five million and shit. And United were like. Okay. Yeah, this is that. This is that. Uh, Ole, Ole tax, huh? Well, they have to first uh, page Fergie to see if he's okay with it. You know. <laughs> yeah. Oh my uh, God! I wanted to talk about that too. Geez. What? Why? Why do we hear so much about? <laughs> but it's but it's pending uh, Fergie's uh, uh, approval, approval and yeah. or Fergie's shocked at the signing of a uh, of uh, what's his name Bruce uh, Steve Bruce. Yeah. 
I'm, first, I'm like, why the fuck do we care if he likes it or not? Uh, he's too old to he's too old to manage, right? Sheesh. So don't let him have any influence. Uh, they, they're they're going to tell you, mate, mate, he's a club legend, mate. Yeah. He's a, uh, he is. Fine. Let him be that. He has a but, whole stand named but, after him. Yeah, that's that's nice. But let's keep him as just a... A mascot. A visitor. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Yeah. Yeah. Let him no. take some pictures of the players, blah, blah, blah. But don't let him have any influence over the club. He still has that pull. Why should he have any pull? He decided to stop managing. If he wants a role, let him have a role as like a sporting director or something. Uh, but he doesn't. He doesn't want to get off his ass for that. So, yeah. Shut up. Uh, fair enough. Would that do um, United actual benefit if he was like a sporting director? I think so. Let him have the role that he wants to. Otherwise, don't let him have any influence over it. Yeah, I remember there was an article that said too. Like after I, it was during the uh, I think transfer window. Like so Alex had no like consideration in uh, the play. It was a certain player's deal. I was like, "Wait, why? Why does he need? Why does he need to be considered? You know, like that's uh, exactly. It's like <laughs> I get it. He's a legend, but there's no other former player or former manager that has that much pull on on a on a club. Although they do ask Guardiola a lot about Barcelona stuff. I know, but I he, know. he he never. He never really like, gets into it. He's like, okay, uh, yeah. Well, he's he's like, I will always want the best for Barcelona. Yeah, and that's as far as he'll go. Like, whereas like he's not being actually he's not giving them like d- uh, directions on who they should go for or what they should do. You know, um, sometimes he'll glance not at him. publicly. Yeah, not publicly. Yeah, maybe he'll uh, maybe he has a group text between him, Xavi, and uh, Xavi, Luis Enrique, Luis Enrique and, and Valverde. Valverde. You know, maybe they have a group chat going on. Yeah. Iniesta's probably clued in. Messi, even, to an extent. Pique, Puyo. Facts. You know? Maybe they have their own little shit going on. and uh, She, maybe. Maybe that's why Luis Enrique's so good. That will, yeah. Luis Enrique's top. That'd be a good uh, shout for United as well. I, uh, that's my ideal signing. Like, football-wise. Yeah. Well, if you're thinking purely about football, um... Luis Enrique. Would you guy. would you consider uh, Roberto Martinez? No. Fair enough. Yeah. I think he doesn't have the profile to be the manager for United. Word, word. He, I'm sure he's a nice guy. No, no, I mean, he's he's cool. He's a good manager, but, you know. He is, a, yeah. He hasn't. No, he's he's iconic. He's iconic. I can't even lie. And I know firsthand because uh, oh, uh, he was coaching Wigan when yeah, uh, yeah. the FA Cup win. Yeah, that was that was proper. Like the performance they put in was so frustrating. But anyways, um, and that's all the that's solid. all his football would be able to create. Well, I mean, I for other teams, not not maybe not necessarily for the. Well, yeah, because Wigan is not a opposition. But what I mean club. is is. I don't feel like Belgium has played to their potential under him. They've played good. They played very good, yeah. but they haven't won anything. But they have a lot of individual talent, and that's and not, I think that's why. And they have a lot of holes too, though. They're Swiss they do, cheese. they do. But yeah. World Cup, I, I think, were, was their strongest in 2018. Well, like let's be honest, their strongest period ever has been under Martinez because uh, and it coincides with the primes of, of their the best players. players. Yeah, yeah, Hazard, sure. De Bruyne, Mark, Mark Vilmots had them, uh, and, Bitzel. And, and I feel like Mark Vilmots wasn't getting what what Martinez got out of him. Albeit, yeah, those got, guys weren't their prime yet. No, that, but that, some that's were. What I'm some were. 
Company no. was in his prime. Benteke was in his prime. But uh, and we're when we're talking about Benteke's prime, like it means something. No, well, it means something in the on the international stage. Like I mean, they had solid players. Is my point. Mark Vilmot's still got to coach De Bruyne, Lukaku, Hazard, and and all these guys. But obviously, Roberto Martinez got their best moments. But when you look back that, at yeah. the performance against the U.S., where Tim Howard broke the record for most saves, mm-hmm. that that Belgium team was solid, bro. But it was young De Bruyne, young Hazard. Mark Vilmot. Well, it just shows how much better than the U.S. they were. Well, player no, for player, well, they actually went far in the talent. they went they went far in the tournament too. I mean, they they uh, they gave Brazil a good run for their money, but yeah. Brazil was too good. But um, my point being that that was a talented squad. With that was fourteen, right? Yeah, yeah. And that Brazil squad wasn't that great. Mark Vilmots, but Mark Vilmots was solid. But I thought Martinez did make them better. To be fair, though, like I said, Swiss cheese. Though there's there's so many holes in that team, <laughs> in midfield, in in. in in the wing back position is was always a glaring, glaring, uh, you know, Achilles heel for them. Always, I I can't tell, I can't name you one solid fullback that's Belgian. You, people will say John Vertonghen, but we know really he's a center back. Um, he's not I'm, a he's not a wing back like we have these days. No, yeah. So it's like they had holes, and I, I don't know. Martinez is not a bad shout. Somebody that I thought would would actually be smart to take over Newcastle, but. I guess it just didn't wasn't brought up upon, but you know, Eddie Howe is at Newcastle, right? Yeah, now he's at Newcastle. But I'm saying I I would have expected him to be considered for that position, possibly. You know, um, I thought he could have even be con- been considered for the Spurs job, but Conte's a such a good pickup, you know. Uh, yeah, I, I think he, he's Spurs, on the level of of the best. Yeah, Spurs. Well, Spurs beat United to the punch in the grand scheme because we didn't learn anything we didn't know three months ago. So they could have geared up for this, but fucking, you know. Now, <laughs> even a month ago. I mean, yeah, even yeah. a month ago. But I'm saying, like, you know, they they actually could have legit been in for Conte. But, you know, that's you always, football. You, you always keep hearing, they're like, oh, he doesn't create any problems for the front office. Like, why the fuck would you even want a manager like that? Why would you want a manager that's just okay? Because he's passionate. You know? Uh, but uh, anyway. Uh, you digress. Are, are you, are you, are we done with United or? Uh. Yeah, I mean, for now they're they're gonna be a, a neutral watch. Like you don't know what to believe. You don't. You think their talent is what's gonna get yeah, them. Yeah, the over game the against uh against uh, Villarreal yesterday Villarreal. was like a perfect example of. Yeah, I'm not terribly surprised. They won two to zero, and you're like, yeah, they've been so shitty, but they went against a tough team. Yeah. And they shut them out on top of everything. What else could you want? But that's. That's United this season. You don't know what version of them you're going to get. Oh, yeah. what a finish, money. Is he offside? He's Sorry. celebrating like he doesn't know. He's a bum. No, nah, this kid. Nah, nah. He's Whoa. solid. I have him on my fantasy. <laughs> um, but uh, what was I going to say? Uh, what a game Thiago had. Yeah, probably his best in a, in a Liverpool shirt, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think he got mad of the match. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just worldy of a goal, and you know, just he was just very involved. Goal of the year. Buscas, Buscas, worthy. Goal I of the year. Don't know. I, I, I'd have to look at all. It's definitely a nominee for sure. For sure. I'm not gonna deny that. Uh, that or the Lewandowski goal. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Why don't you like Lewandowski? No, no, I like I, I, I like Lewandowski. I wanted him at City, but no, no, I just think, I think uh, everyone wanted him. 
No, of course. He's so good. I'm just saying, I'm never a, a fan. Like, I never fan out on Byron players just just off the rip. But besides that, I just feel like the goal the, the goal he scored this weekend was nice. But it was like, uh, you know, it's not like a Ronaldo Chilena or Bale, you know, where he catches it in the air off a cross. It was a broken play, deflection. Yeah, okay. You lifted up your foot. Cool. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, come on. A CONCACAF player will do that for you. <laughs> Uh, anyways, next question. Man. You know that um, uh, I guess I guess I'll bring it up when we talk about Champions League because we we straight off like back and forth yeah. a little bit. But uh, <laughs> um, so now that we're, now that we're uh, beyond the Ole situation, let's talk about Xavi, man. Oh, Xavi! First win. Yeah, we're back. Yeah. Give him whatever number he wants. Barca's back. Undefeated. <laughs> Listen, man. Maybe, maybe they were the better team on Sunday. Was yeah. it Sunday or Saturday? No, it was. Yeah. Whenever Barcelona played against Espanyol, yeah, and they were better. Cracked. In the Barcelona derby. Yeah, um, the Catalonian derby. Um, they were still fortunate to not lose. Yeah, but they were never really in in real threat of losing as well. Uh, but, did you not watch those last 10, 15 minutes? In, I'm talking like, if I'm just looking at 15 minutes, sure. If I'm looking at those in, in particular, but I mean as a whole. They were very, very close chances. Mm, yeah, but Barca had more. So I, I thought that it was yeah. justified. Now, they were close to, to, to well, drawing. It's not, I don't think it's that like cut and dry that you say it's justified because they didn't convert. That's the plain truth. Well, yeah, no, no, but you know. Say if they if they did convert, mm-hmm. it's a very it's quite an easy victory for them. But they they only converted one via penalty, albeit but and you know, penalty, yeah. But you know, as as we like to say, you got to hit those right, and if you hit those, then you get those, and that counts as a goal. As far as that I'm wasn't concerned, even, oh, that wasn't even a penalty, by the way. By well, the way, that's that's up up for interpretation. <laughs> yeah. You know, the I, interpretation that the referee ended up taking was off. Com- well, was was way off. I thought it was it was splitting. He doesn't hairs. even. I, he uh, wasn't even touching him, man. But the fact, okay, don't don't give us don't give us the penalty, right? F- fair enough. Zero Draw, zero. Nil nil. Undefeated. First game. First game. <laughs> okay, first game. And, and that game. would bring you to a total of a uh, two points out of six. Right, right. For your entry, and they're playing exactly the same. No, I wouldn't say exactly. I think they have already made uh, leaps. By the way. It, Towards the, the their final product, but it's only two games. What was their previous product? So their previous product was very similar because Komen also happened to coach or work within the staff of Barcelona, even way back then. So it's very possession based. They have that in common. But if if you noticed, and I I don't know if you noticed, but if you watch the game, he was uh playing a wider game, so you know the the players that he was playing with, he was really spreading the pitch and connecting the ball. More than they have with Komen. Even better yet, with progressive passes going forward. Now, did they did they finish? No. Did they create enough? No. But it's their second game, right? I think it's a good and sign. And I don't see any difference. And, and that's fine. I, I know, you, I know you, you said that, but Barcelona always play wide. When they're when they're at their best, they always they're always wide. And what what did you expect them to change in a two game span? Well, well, is my answer I, to that. But it's I but I already see small details. But that's my retort to 
to the excitement over seeing the difference because there hasn't been any. No, there has been a difference. And if, if I think if you're being, if you're just outright saying there's no difference, then I think we have to like legit sit down and watch a Barcelona there, game. There might, the be, there might be, uh, there's formational dif- differences. There might there's, be positivity, which is players playing a little that, harder. That's playing, great. Running yeah. a little more. For charisma and morale, that's great. But yeah. even beyond that, team selection Cause is different. Because they bought into what he's bringing. Team selection uh, is different. So like, okay, not, okay, that too. There's but, there's just a, so many different things going on that there, it's impossible to say there's no difference. I I don't agree with that. I'm sorry. There there's no difference. Maybe maybe if you're taking the the literal sense, but in terms of the way the team's playing and the structure, I mean, there's no difference. The way they play, <laughs> it's it's just fucking. I know possession I know. base, short passes, like side to side. You're just trying to find an opening. It's not going to be. That's what top teams are going to do against defensive teams. It's not going to be night and day, right? It's not going to be like it's impossible for any manager to be able to change a team over a weekend. It's it's completely impossible. So of I course. just want to take that into account. Of course, he's, but he's been in the this, job like, for a week. All, all this confirmation bias. That no, we're no. Getting. I think Barca fans have every right to be excited, and it's been promising performances. I know, and and, and that's fine, but. Again, you've been fortunate to not lose both games. Well, I and, don't know about that. And to and this, you you see good because you want to see good. No, no, but the other teams have also been fortunate that Barcelona has not won the game. So you can flip but it. But we both could sides. we could say that back when Kuman was playing too. No, well, no, they were losing uh, like badly with Kuman, and that's that's what eventually they had bad losses, but yeah, they weren't losing. And, they, and when they were match. when they would win when they would win, it would be by a goal or two, right? But Right now, they had a few good wins. The, yeah, even a few. in the last month. And I'm sure though they're gonna have one next week or the following week. But it it doesn't make a difference. The point is that like, I think Barca fans have every right to be happy, and and people don't have the right to really judge them so soon on these performances. I mean, you look at Pep it's come the, it, come it, onto it, a team. Mm-hmm. He had a whole summer, and even his first season, he fell. He was fourth place in in the Premier League. You know, so. It's not a night and day thing. You don't go from from a certain team with a certain squad to just a brilliant team. But I think there are signs that it's progressing in the right direction. And that's that's implying that fourth place is something to be ashamed of. Well, no, it's but it's it's a uh, actually a regression from what Pellegrini was. Is my point? Yeah, but I, I, it's a bit arrogant to think that you're supposed to win it every season, right? No, no, of course not. Fourth place but, is well and within but contention. But like, my point is that you know, expecting immediate success, even from a manager so skilled and decorated like Guardiola, you know, you you sign Guardiola, you expect to win the league that year. No, it didn't happen that way. And and I think to have these crazy expectations, like a manager can just change a team overnight. It's just wild, you know. And like, I I totally agree with that. What I'm saying is the way that that it's been portrayed is not accurate, and it's it's actually geez. in line with what you're saying. Like I, you can't expect to change only if it's negative, but if it's positive, yeah, expect that change. I mean, it's I, I don't think that makes sense. No, no, no. That's that's my point. That I don't. Yeah, think, I know. I don't think anybody's being overzealous about it. Oh, like, oh no, totally, totally. Well, no, no. But people have have a right to be happy about they the can progression be happy, of their that's club. Fine, but yeah. but to but to have this. This idea that oh they're way different yeah they're playing much no better and now. I don't think anybody said that by the oh, way oh oh no I've I've heard that I know sure. I didn't but I'm just saying I don't think that's the general consensus they are playing better though and but you don't want to admit that and that's fine well we'll let time prove that because it's gonna happen yeah, I, I think it's they happen to have two games that they that they played not terribly and that, I wouldn't say I'll say that's a good start I I guess I guess the problem is to not be terrible. 
I mean, it's it's to not be terrible and to build on but, each but, on every last performance, yeah, right? right? And they've only had two to be games. a good team. Two on, test on paper, runs, they're know? they're a good team. They're better than most. I mean, well, so, right now you got to keep in mind there are there are a lot of players missing, but beyond that, they don't have a crazy talented team. They have a lot of prospects and and players that I think will be, uh, you know, top talents in the world. But right now they're not there yet. So he has a tall order ahead. And if they I do agree. win, it's gonna be like Arteta, man. Arteta with a young squad, his first season. I mean, shit, man. He did Dookie, you know. So he got a title. Be, he got a cup. Yeah, yeah, and and that like a cup is you know, com- compared to what you do in league is, is is different, right? But I think he struggled. You know, he did have some some trouble at some points, and I think you know Barcelona is gonna hit that bump in the road. But they did they did play better in my opinion, man. Even though they didn't get a, a dominating win, I thought they dominated the chances on both games, and ultimately you know they were unfortunate not to finish. But that's football sometimes, you know. I would say that they're playing better than they were with Coleman, but I don't like. I'm not gonna say and act like it's amazing, um, an amazingly difference, you know. But there's no visible difference to me. Uh, but again, it's only been a week and a half, and we'll we'll see how it ends up. Uh, I guess uh, this weekend, yeah. Yeah. No. Anyway, um, uh, that gets our Barcelona news out of the way. Arriba la Masia. <laughs> and oh, oh, um, I almost forgot about this. And I've, and I guess I can pull it up, but that uh, that news that broke out where everyone's a scumbag. Oh, <laughs> right. So that was debunked, actually. Was it? Nah, I'm clowning. Oh, uh, like you, I, I you wish it's believe true. it. I wish it's true. Uh, I wish I wish that it that was it debunked. debunked. Like, <laughs> yeah, not not the stuff that he's saying. Uh, well, even though it's probably true, I just. Uh, you know, yeah, no, it's best grimy. thing for everybody was that all that was made up. And he's like, "Hi, I got you. Yeah, I'm gonna get sued now." <laughs> so everybody should go home and search up the Romaine Molina papers, and well, you'll see some of the egregious acts that are being reported. Um, kind of, it's still very hushed, I feel. And but the credibility is there. He's a writer for the Guardian, for uh, I think it was the New York Times and the Post. So I mean, uh, this guy was exposing uh, apparently these crazy things that have happened within predominantly the, within the football world with, with yeah and, and particularly very honed in on france you know players from france players playing in france um i don't know which one was your most memorable offense that was like christ what in the f- uh, the worst one was um all right it, it just uh, sucks that there's so much pedophilia uh, alleged pedo- he's a pedo alleged pedophilia that <laughs> that exists bro. yeah in, you, in you're so surprised by it you know it's like um didn't didn't um our football playing friend talk to uh, us about yeah, that yeah we did slightly touch on it inadvertently uh within <laughs> his story um so oh, yeah he didn't name it, names but he didn't yeah. name names but he did uh talk about like you know weird advances and and things like that and I'm sure there's more, you know, but that's not really our business like that. But he, he felt, you know, the need to share that and we appreciate that. But it also does touch on how prevalent this might be. And we have no clue. And it's a shame that there's been players that have come out recently like Patrice Sebra and others um, referencing sexual assault cases in their upbringing within French football and their clubs and things like that. So 
you know, that's what it really touches on. It goes through a few offenses um, in both the men's and women's uh, football. And uh, it was, you know, really stomach churning, if I'm honest, you know. Man, uh, uh, it's, he, he can't it's, do it. <laughs> uh, it's fucked up, man. It is. It is. It's a lot, man. It's, it, it's fucked up that there's there's some that are kind of not non uh, like okay, that's not a big deal to me. But there's others where you're like, ah, man, I wish I didn't read that. Like uh, the pedophilia ones. Uh, yeah, that was pretty pretty grimy. Or there's a player that likes to defecate on others on video yeah on video and like and apparently the people who disclose that information are like yeah yeah i got the video you want to see it they told <laughs> romaine molina he's like, like um, i'm uh yeah i'm good i'm good i'm good uh, and then there's some that are like okay like that this this isn't that bad of a thing you know yeah as long as it's not you know like leonardo being hated oh right right apparently right. you know that, that just came out and uh I, I exaggerated earlier. I said it was over a thousand. It was over a hundred. Over a hundred employees over the last year or something like that. Um, that's a lot. And that, that's kind of like okay. That well, is he harassing people? What's he? Is he? Does he blackmail? Yeah. Because if he's not doing that, he's just being an asshole. You know, it's it's kind of hard to feel. Bad. It, it's it's paling in comparison to pedophilia. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Sure. Sure. The one. Oh yeah. The one that got to me was like the the female the young players that yeah you know they get accosted or they oh yeah, you yeah. Know, that's fucked up yeah that's fucked up for sure that one hurts and um yeah it's it's kind of scummy just just look it up romaine molina yeah they're the one that was also dam- damning was like uh when they actually go into the, the fact that there's a lot of players currently playing in world football you know originating mostly in, in france that are suffering with like anal diseases or, or other like sexually transmitted diseases due to being violated so many times, you know? So it's like, ah, dude, like that shit kind of hurts, you know? Cause it's like, damn, these were kids, you know? Yeah. Just trying to make it up the road. Not ranks. only kids, but I'm sure they're being sold a dream. That's either not achievable or it's just a front know, or you know? just, um, like bribery. Basically. It's like, let yeah. me fuck you. And, uh, yeah, and uh, you'll get first team. Oh, Promise man. you that. And I'm sure, like, uh, we'd commented on this off the record. Like, I'm sure there's players in the league now that haven't even, they're not even revisiting those moments possibly, and have have told no one and just kept that, you know. Yeah. And it's oh, like, I mean, it's crazy. It, right? If it's if it's existed like that now, I'm sure it was worse before. Oh man, yeah, no kidding. So then you gotta look at, you know, Van Dyke a little bit. Yeah. You got, yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. Like, you know, there's a lot of instances where it's like, ah. Yeah, dude. Um, ah. Uh, I don't know. I, the All this stuff is, you know, there's like money laundering. Okay, whatever. That's there's like. Oh, some, really? Some that's match fixing. Like, that's that's match, shitty, too, by yeah, the way. That's. But then the Arsenal, all the players like nitrous oxide. Yo, let me join. <laughs> wait, wait. Oh, I mean, uh, that that's harmless to me. That's harmless to the world at large, uh, except maybe themselves. Maybe. Yeah. I I don't think that too many of those guys look all that smart. Whoa. They're all young. Ben Holding. It's, it's normal. He looks like a professor. 
You're going to tell me Aaron Ramsdale looks like a guy that controls himself at a party? Oh, no, yeah. He's he's a rough house. Can't hazard. even control himself on the pitch. Yeah. Oh, he's a factor, though, isn't he? Oh, he's good. Yeah, sure. Sure. Um, but yeah, the is Roman, he Arsenal's best player? Uh, player of the season for me so far. Yeah. Uh, oh, up there with ESR for me. ESR. What a player. Yeah. Bukayo has been a really good revelation as well. We'll Yeah. And they're signing. Signing of the season for me, Tomiyashi or whatever. Uh, The right back. Oh, oh, yeah. He's uh, been really good. Tomiyasu? Yeah, Tomiyasu. Tomiyasu? I don't know how to pronounce that. Yeah, he's been He's good. good. He's solid. Good right back. And, um... Anyway. Yeah. There's a lot of shit on this uh, little revelation. And I guess there's even more news. Yeah, there's more news set to break, and they're saying next year. I it's kind of annoying because it's like, bro, just drop it all. Why, why why are you dropping this like it's a two part movie or something? This isn't Avengers. Let me know. Whoa! Look at this oh. goal! My goodness, Thiago man. You know what's crazy? Because Rodri and Thiago are really good friends too. Because they, they play for the national team. Yeah, yeah. Oh. They're always they're always uh, kicking the ball back and forth to each other in those videos for the Spain team. Oh yeah. Um, and it's crazy how like in the same week they both score screamers. Thiago's yeah. was better, but I mean just crazy like you know it's almost like similar too. They were like half volleys, you know. Half volleys just coming uh coming from the back. Look yeah. how like he covered a pretty good distance to get there. Yeah. He comes like ten yards. Boom. That's a dream ball, really, when you get it uh, like that. When you catch it and the way it just curls upwards, man, that's sex right there. Whoa. Boom. Look at that skid. Dude does it not touch the ground. Man, that's the best angle. Yep. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> where, like, the, where the spiders live, bro. It, 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 it defies gravity. You know? Yep. Yeah, it's exactly. Crazy. Yeah. He got backspin on it, and it's such a peach. Such a fucking peach. Um, yeah. Well, anyway. Even a broken my, clock. Ah, right? My goal of the season. Jeez. Yeah. I love that. And Tony Cross had a screamer today, too. Ah, yeah. Not a screamer, a howler. howler. Oh, no, a howler. No. A belter? A belter. Ah. Man, there's just so many. <laughs> I apologize in advance. There's so many. I apologize in retrospect. An absolute screamer. Um, But anyway, what else? What else happened? CONCACAF players scored goals this week. That's what fucking happened. That they did. Man. Yeah. Uh, Pulisic on that thrashing of uh, Leicester, Chelsea over Leicester. Right. And, you know, he came in. He started, right? Yeah, yeah, he did. That he did. I'm trying to think. Uh, oh, yeah. I want to say Havertz he did because I feel like, yeah, because I feel like he got subbed out early. Um, and then um, and that Raul Jimenez had Raul a Jimenez. nice little play yeah. for Wolves, uh, beating West Ham, by the way, who are right. uh, and, pretty oh, good. Uh, yeah. pretty good season so far. And Jonathan David as well, uh, I think player of the moment for CONCACAF at the moment. Uh, you know, over the player of the moment at the moment. Yeah, I mean he had the most goals in Europe at a point, and then I think Lewandowski scored a hat trick. I think so. Now I think Lewandowski just passed him. But you know, for a CONCACAF player to be off to that much of a hot start this early, impressive. Now can he keep it up? That's the big question. But if he continues at this rate for the rest of the season for Lille, and Tim Wales playing amazing. Two, by the way, um, he's got a few assists in those. Uh, What's that chat? Boom, boom, boom! Everybody say "Wea, Wea!" Sheesh! <laughs> uh, after a few adult beverages, that, that must <laughs> hit, dude. 
But uh, nah, man. Uh, you know, I I think Jonathan David, man, that's that's a guy to keep an eye on. He's he might even get bought out soon because, you know, he's uh, very skillful, under twenty one. Did I say that rumor that he uh, that Real Madrid was interested in him? I think so. Yeah, if I'm not, not against it, but I don't know if he's better than Jovic. I guess in better form. Better form and and with some different qualities that maybe maybe beneficial. Maybe he's a little quicker, a little yeah. more spry, a little bit more spry and athletic, very athletic. Just yeah. the same as Alfonso Davies, very athletic. Uh, they have a really, really good golden generation Canada right now. I'd say the brightest golden generation the best kind of the team by far yeah yeah in terms of like literally having their apex ever by far canada is is the real at one deal. point kevin or steve nash was was their best player and yeah. he never even played football professionally yeah exactly <laughs> i might not be exaggerating too yeah like yeah. There, there there might be a small chance that, that that's that actually true. true yeah nah but um yeah anything else in concacaf well, Pulisic was spotted uh, outside London or in London uh, in his Mustang, uh, <laughs> left left hand drive, American style, um, completely like, American style. And shit. is that a bit jingoistic on his part? Is it a that's, bit? That's 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 him uh, letting everybody know. And just so you guys know, I am American. I am American. God, the guys, the guys as bland as boiled potato. Yeah, yeah, he. Yeah, it's not it's not a stylistic thing. It's an American thing. Yeah, what's more American than a than a cobra? Yeah, Mustang. Nothing. Yeah. Uh, wow, a hot dog maybe. Unapologetic. Uh, fucking. I, I don't know. A uh, Trump supporter maybe. Whoa, whoa, nothing's no. more American than a fucking cobra. He's you know he's just proud of his country, made in America. But yeah, wow, but he obtained his skills in Germany. Speaking of Concacaf. Uh, Jordan Pifak Siabachu, yeah. <laughs> scored today. And it's a good thing for Konkakov, I guess. I sure. guess I guess he's a decent player for uh for cool. the young boys uh, in, in Sweden. Boys. Yeah. The one thing that I don't like and maybe maybe you can tell me your side because you're a US supporter. But the one thing that I hate is every time a Konkakov player scores or a US team scores they're like, put him in the number nine now. No. He deserves a chance. Like, I understand that it's Champions League, but they did play against... Um, who who did Young Boys play? Damn, I should have this. Uh, I want to say Salzburg? No. No, no, no. no. Uh, Champions League. Damn. But yeah, it was like... It was such a... Did he do anything that any nine should be doing? My answer is yeah. Yeah. Like, any nine. It, it doesn't... If you're crying so loud for a uh, for a for a certain position, then then me, make it significant. Oh, they they played against Atalanta. Atalanta. Oh, that's uh, that's decent opposition. Not it's bad. Not, it's not like let's let's we forget he did score against United too. So he did. He did. Yeah. And the goals that he scored weren't anything that no. It's opportunistic. N- yeah, that no one in that position wouldn't have scored. Oh, I love that's me worth some their weight. So for for them to be screaming that loudly over over a position, it's like I know things aren't so set set in stone in that position for the USMNT, but anytime anyone scores, it shouldn't be a reason to be calling up guys. He's got a decent scoring record. It's not super undeniable. Like you know, 
Jimenez is undeniable for Mexico, for example. Yeah. What he did isn't something that's surprising. So I just feel anything that that merits so much attention. I I just think that other than the fact that he actually yeah. scored, that that's all that that they're looking at. Every American nine has their stands, and like every. Like every fan base, like and then this is a case like where you have your Conrad de la Fuente stands, your you know, your sergeant stands, your Pepe stands, your your PFOC fans, your DK fans. Anytime any of them score, you're gonna see it, man. And they exist all over US Twitter. So I mean that's just like me being honest. Now, does he deserve to be called up? Yes, a hundred percent. Does he deserve to start? I don't think so, but he's very he's making a strong case because it hasn't been just this week or la- or last week. It's been in conjunction for a good while now. He's had a, a good first half of the season. Nothing amazing, though. I agree. Nothing amazing. You know, amazing would be somebody like Mc- what Mikel Antonio's doing, what what Jonathan David's doing. Uh, that's that's amazing. I don't think he's there, right? But the U.S. is so starved at that position that any any glimmer of hope is gonna have a hype train. It's like your your homie that yeah, you know, doesn't really get any play, and any girl that's nice to him, he's like, yo, bro. My I life's think, a movie. I I think I think I think she likes me. It's like um, you know, all she did was ask if you wanted ketchup. You uh, know? yeah. You're starving, man. Facts. Like <laughs> anytime, anytime, any U.S. As soon as Sergeant scores next week, which I'm pretty sure he will. Just nah, nah, How nah, bizarre nah. things are. I don't think he if will. he scores, we're gonna hear it. We're gonna hear. Is it time for Sergeant to get a call up? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah Even yeah. if it's like some regular tap in that he's ooh. Well, like that's the thing. There's nobody undeniable, like like you said. Like uh, Mexico has Raúl Jiménez, maybe Cheech. Yeah, I mean at, at the wing position, for the U.S. it it's undeniable. Pulisic, Wea, you know, and it's been like that forever. Um, well, Gio Reyna as well, but you know he can be deployed at the eight or the ten. But what about Dest on the right wing? Well, that's that's an area we we have so much. I I'd like uh, Dest at the right wing, by the way, but. I'd say like we we're just so undeniable at that position, but at the nine we're so undecided, and yeah, any any glimmer of hope will will warrant that hype. But I don't know, man. We we've just come away a long way from relying on people like Altador, Zardes, Bobby Wood, Wondolowski. So it's Bobby Wood. It's better to be in this in this place where we're at now. But obviously, like Greg Berhalter is gonna have his favorites off the rip, and I don't think PFOC is on that list yet, but I think he can be. He's gonna have to be undeniable. He's gonna have to be undeniable. Yeah, and um, and like Pepe or whoever needs I just, to be on a stinker. Uh, I just want to fast forward so fat, like so forward to see where Pepe goes. You know, I really I want to see him play in Europe to see. Okay, you know, let's let's get an idea because Sebastian Soto is another guy I was really high on. Unfortunately, hasn't hasn't lived up to the hype yet. So, um, but I think I would hate to see Pepe follow up like the way he did. What's but. Can we tell what their ceilings are? No, not or, yet. Or, or it's just or unpredictable. S- unpredictable because some people are late bloomers. Like, you know? Yeah, there are, but like, are we I, ever going to be able to say he's on Mbappe level? He's on Holland. Oh level? no, not a, no. But I think that's that's asking a lot for the U.S. No, no, I yeah, yeah. But so like, what players' trajectory currently, or maybe I guess in the past too, can you say okay, he he can be that kind of player? Right, um, Weston McKinney for me. I, I think uh, he's he's a real grassroots example because he came through at at Shock's academy, became a, a sub, became a starter, became captain during their best years in recent time in in the Champions League when they were in the Champions League and and so forth, 
And then that earned him a big move to an even bigger club that's going through a tough moment. Despite all that, he's one of their brighter players. I think that's the trajectory we hope for most players in a U.S. shirt. But, I mean, compared to, like, a past player or a current player, that's... what? What's the ceiling as far as level goes for these guys? Oh, well, yeah, I think, like, a, ce- a ceiling would be, like... That's what I'm saying. Like, Weston McKinney is what we have to aspire every player to in the U.S. Like, but, that's... I mean, like, like player that's, like, internationally known. Like, yeah, that's... He's, that's... Got a, he's got, like, a Yor- Yaya Torre type ceiling or a... I don't know. Like oh, a, well, like, oh, a, like a specific Santi player? Casorla type ceiling. Like, he's that level. Well, if we're talking about now, um, somebody like, uh, like realistically, um, somebody like, I know this is going to sound wild, but somebody like Oyar Zaval, who's great or good, but not completely great, but you know he's dummy talented. I'd love to see the U.S. aspire to develop those kind of players, but that's asking a lot because... That's I guess an, I meant like, where do you see Pepe example for his? Oh, well, for oh, for what he can develop, and mm-hmm. he's only eighteen right now. I, it's really hard to say, man. But if I had to, I would say uh, like a Clint Dempsey type of uh, career. If I could keep a U.S. as well, like a player to go out there and and be in double digits in the Prem, I think he's capable of something like that. And and for like a, a striker that's putting up those numbers, think Che Adams, Ollie Watkins. Which is not great, by the way, yeah. but it's like, you know, it's not bad. Well, I mean, for the attention that, that Pepe's getting, I, I feel like his ceiling is, is higher than that. Well, the thing is, when I say that, like, that's just the truth about America in soccer. We don't develop players. We can't say we, we want the next Haaland. We have so many so many more levels to go. Let's get a Jeko before we get a Haaland. Let's get, <laughs> let's get a Giroud before we get a Haaland, bro, because we, we haven't had that. Clint yeah. Dempsey is our best shout. Yeah. So it's like it's hard to say, man. Like And Dempsey's like his own level. <laughs> so that's why I think US fans have that that right to be hyped over these players because they see the future. Uh or they see the potential, I should say. The the way that I saw the potential with Pulisic and, and Weston McKinney and me being hyped on them when they were seventeen in, in Dortmund Academy. Like I was just like, Well, there's not many Americans playing at that level, so let me monitor him and he became uh, you know, a legend in terms of the U.S. standard, not a legend worldwide. That's that's crazy to ask, you know. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> I mean, Brazil and Argentina and France, and you know, they can all aspire to that. But that's what I mean. Like Oyar Saval is not a memorable player in the history books, but he's dummy talented, but not really well known, you know. But if we can have a few Oyar Savals on the U.S., they would be held as legends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's crazy. I mean, <laughs> I, I think maybe even Pulisic has reached that level. Well, Pulisic is, he's not perfect, but he's the best we've had, you know? I Ever? mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let, let's say it now. I mean, I, I don't think this year alone solidified it, but even the, the years leading up to now, it's like... Uh, the culmination of how things have ended up as of today. Yeah, man. I, would, I, would, I wouldn't be bothered if someone was so hard and... Hard on saying he's the best ever for U.S. Again, okay, yeah. It's kind of it's getting to the point where it's undeniable. I mean, uh, some people say, okay, but what did he win? Like, oh shit! Well, this motherfucker's won a lot. <laughs> I mean, he won a championship. With the U.S., League. yeah, of course. Well, and, it, and then the Champions League. Which, yeah, that that's what really like for me. Who's was the like, last okay. Coca-Cola player to get that? Rafa Marquez. Trying to think. Or Kaylor oh, Navas. Uh, uh, Davies, I guess. Okay, oh yeah, Davies is most recent. Yeah. Well, Kaylor Navas before him, I want to say. And these are all like legends of CONCACAF that we're mentioning so i think yeah, and then rafa Pulisic. marquez yeah, yeah rafa and i marquez. think that's it yeah for the most part i mean it's, it's a very distinct list you know 
which is dominated by Mexico, if I'm honest. Uh, Concacaf players win Champions League. Or? Uh, uh, well, actually, it's, it's I don't it's, I don't it's even split. know if Hugo Sanchez won it with. It's Real actually yeah. I was gonna say it's split pretty evenly actually. Now that I I think about it. But I mean, you know, just saying that alone for Pulisic already puts him in the goat discussion for the U.S. I mean, you know. And when it's all said and done, I think yeah, he's gonna have one even more. So. Yeah, yeah, he's not done. But, but yeah. Um, the, oh, that was our Concacaf talk, huh? <laughs> yeah. Dang, I forgot like where where we were on. Um, okay, so. I guess before we lean into our reviews of the Premier League, let's call it what it is, man. It's a three three uh, headed dragon there. Right. All three teams won, right? If I'm yeah. not mistaken. Yeah. Chelsea, yeah. Uh, Manchester City, and Liverpool. I yes, think sir. they all won comfortably too. Zero yeah. goals conceded across three, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. <sighs> My prediction was four nil, but yeah, they got three nil. Not bad. Chelsea won. 3-0? 4-0? 4-0, I want to say. 4-0. Manchester City won 3-0. And Liverpool won 4-0. Yeah. Has any three teams been that dominant on one weekend before? It's got to be, like, the first time in a long time. It it actually reminds me. 11 goals between the three. This is, like, yeah. Conceded zero. That's nuts. That's fucking nuts. Kind of deja vu of, like, when City and Liverpool were competing and Chelsea were, too. And United, um, this was like uh, when uh, fucking uh, Brendan Rodgers was managing them. Steven Gerrard was still there when they slipped and all that. You know, like that that season was so tight for you know it was like a three headed race until it became City Liverpool by a slight margin, and then the rest was history. But um, yeah, that's what it reminds me of now, and we'll just have to see. the The toughest part of the season is coming. Now, like December, January. December, January. That's the the most fixture packed, you know, two months, and you got to be ready to dispute cup matches where fools are gonna let you know they're leñeros. They don't give a fuck. They'll try to hurt you because they don't care. This is their fifteen minutes, you know. And yeah. You got to worry about that. So you worry about your health. You worry about the repetitiveness of the fixtures. The only bright side is not much international duty. Yeah, well, if any, there's none. There's none for the next four months. Yeah. So it's like. You know, you have that to kind of de- de- debrief on, but man, the games are going to come thick and fast. But Boxing Day for England is like three it's, games in five days. Right, right. Which is kind of like abuse, if you ask me. But yeah, I think we've talked about that a couple times here. Yeah, it's quite fucked. If I'm honest. Yeah, it is. All right. Yeah. Uh, fuck, man. Premier League is uh, looking good, and. Let's not uh, let's not forget that Madrid finally are on top in La Liga uh, after uh, Real Sociedad drew against uh, Valencia and uh, with a game in hand, scoring a lot of goals from from wherever you ask, side to side in the middle, doesn't matter. They're right. going in. Yes, sir. Having good performances in the champs and in the league and. Uh, I don't know. I think I think the they are starting to really play really well right now. Real Madrid, that midfield with Crossback and Modric just clicking. Casemiro still. He's actually regained form, and man, what else can we ask, man? That's 
Yeah. I, I like what I see. I don't know. I, I like what I see. Yeah, yeah. No, you know, they're looking good. Um, Vinny and ben- Benzema probably going to compete for the Ballon d'Or. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah. I just I just only half jokingly because I do believe uh, Benzema needs to be a candidate. A solid candidate. Yeah, he's. I think he's um, demanded that respect by now. Um, Vinicius will, you know. Is he growing on you? No, I mean, I, I see a, a very promising player still, but I'm just not like I'm not crowning him king. Like I feel like you Do might. You think feel... he's earning a spot in that Mbappe Holland level? No, 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 no chance, no, no chance. Not this year, man. No, no, he'd he, have to. He, he'd have I, to. He's go... playing. He's he's a man among, amongst boys right now. It... No, he's a boy amongst men because a man a man will punish you more than he does and. He's a good player with good moments, and I his think his finishing has been—it's been better this year for sure. It's been great. I know, and that's my point. Mbappe and Haaland haven't been doing it for just two, three months. So show me some consistency, and then I can consider you. Right in that now, realm. is he playing at that level? Um, well, his form. His form. His form. I think um, no, still no. Wow. I mean, as he, one of the best players in the world, like playing in every league. He's not he's not talking you into it? No, no. <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. Like he's he's playing very well, but I mean there's there's tons of players I could point to if that's what we're gonna do. I mean, a lot of players are having top seasons. They're having good seasons, but I don't know, is anyone as menacing as he is today? Yes, yes. There's not there's not a whole lot of players on that uh, level right now. I can't no, I, I truly believe there's there's plenty of players, man. I mean I just think that he is the he is one in La Liga. If you want to limit it there, sure. Yeah, I'll give no, you that. No, in the world. I mean, his form in Champions League and in and in league is elite. It's not anything otherworldly. I'm saying like he's doing what a winger should do on a top club in Spain, competing for the league. But he's not having you're, when you're comparing him to Mbappe, you're talking about levels. You know, that's like that's a level where you demand it week in week out. And compare you have, their numbers in their respective teams and in their respective positions in the league. Right. You tell me. Well, well, PSG has an 11-point cushion, so if we're talking about who's where on the league, let's start there. But that's okay. the thing. Mbappe... Okay, and and, and Ligue 1 compared to La Liga, are, are we talking same exact level, or what are we talking more about? More or less, more or less. But um, <sighs> I'm serious. I mean, who, wow. who who in La Liga is really scaring teams this year? I Sevilla mean, is a I really say, good team. They're okay. Atletico is always going to be a threat until minute 90. Okay. Um... So right. I say that's playing pretty good. Yeah, and that and that's not for me. Like that's not in the in the field with like Prem or or other leagues. With with League One, it's not a big distance. Is all I'm saying. All is, I'm saying is, is, uh, is PSG this season beating all those teams like Madrid has. Sure. Yeah, I, I would actually say P- if PSG so. was if PSG was a Spanish city called Pariso, they'd be c- uh, competing for second or first right now. That's all I'm saying. So like, yeah, they're similar levels. Like, but that's besides the point. I'm just saying Vinicius. Is playing well, still not Mbappe level for me. Still not Halan level. Those guys did it for longer periods of time, you know. So like, I don't think that's a fair comparison. If you want to talk about form, I still have Jonathan David above him, and this guy. Wow. This guy is 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 he's not even on the same hype level as Vinicius. So that's crazy to me. Yeah, and but, he's playing against lesser opposition, and and and, he's and, and, and a, on a less on a less talented team as well. I'm talking about Vinicius as an individual, not not how his team is. Well, I mean, I'm just saying that, like, you know, that's if you, my if point. You're, if you're being highlighted so strongly yeah. on a very high-level team, 
Well, Vinicius but, has plenty of opportunity to shine. That's my point. Other players don't. But Vinicius is, is he has as many great goals form is? as as many goals and great moments he has. He also has a lot of fuck ups, and that's something that's uncharacteristic. Well, what player is hitting a hundred? I don't understand. Nobody is, but I'm saying Mbappe and Haaland don't commit those same errors as constantly. They're more clinical and they've done it for longer. That's what I'm saying. I, I'm not gonna force them on that level. That's that's just uncanny. You know, that's not. It's not. I, he's not at that level, man. But he's up. He's getting there, but he's not there, man. That's just my own opinion, but, you know, obviously he's your player. He plays for your team, so you're going to see him in a different light. Yeah. and It's I, like me saying, like, oh, Foden is one of the best wingers in the world. Like, no, like, he's up there. He's going to be there soon, maybe. But now, no, like, you got to do it for a longer amount of time, you know? It's just, that's just the way it is. But Vinicius is having well, a Foden, top season. Foden is look, looked at that way. No, no, but not, you don't see me bragging about him and saying he's on Mbappe and Haaland level, like. There's there's levels to that. And, you gotta, and he is. You got no, and I don't think so. You got to earn that, right? <laughs> um, and I think Vinicius is, Mbappe and Holland, as great as they are today, I'm just aren't only, aren't in this like untouchable, like un uncharacteristic that no one's been their level. They're not gods. No, but yeah, I I only referenced them because you were the first one to bring them up. So I'm just going off of your comparison first first and foremost. Yeah, and you're saying these guys are below the level that these guys. Yeah, are. Yeah, and they are. They are because you know what? They they have stats to show dating back for two years. They have goals. Yeah, well, no goals and big performances in big games. Like it's not only goals. It's a, it's also the eye test. If you watch them, um, they have played consistently good for a lo- a long amount of time. Have some had and, and had, we're talking about Holland. You're saying a long amount of time. It's been a season and a half. No, two it's been two max. seasons. Two seasons, yeah. Two seasons and max. That's, that's like double. And he's been injured long periods of those times. Well, yeah, this 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 last quarter of it, yeah, sure. But in the time and in that, the beginning of this year. And in, and in the time that he has played, his stats are Yeah, are he, he's got really good stats. Yeah, but very good. To say that he's been the most consistent player and shit. Yeah, when he's healthy, yeah. If he's, he's not no, available. He scores a lot. He scores in bunches. but And he assists, but too. he can. Yeah, he does he's everything. He's not a creative player. Um, of course not. He's, yeah, he's yeah. fucking six. Okay, five. when you say yeah, when you say assist, you, you're talking like a creative player. Well, yeah, that's that's just the, that's, that's part just of his cherry numbers. on top. That's yeah. part of his numbers. Of course, he's not pinging passes and, like uh, David play, Silva. That's a, just a player. Stupid. A player that exists in the box is going to have plenty of touches in the box, leading to goals. Right, for sure. And and good not one. but not every player makes those passes. But it's good that he does. <laughs> no, he does. He does. He's no, not like a supreme passer. Of course, yeah. You're talking about like a De Bruyne, Cross, Modric kind of guy. No, I, no, I never said that. See, well, now I you're mean, putting thoughts well, in my head. Well, that's that's what you're portraying. He's like, oh, no. well, he can't do that. No, he's, he's not that kind of player. I never he's not said, creating goals. No, he is. He is. And maybe you should watch more Dortmund or, or I don't know, follow he's, Bundesliga yeah. a little better. Because yeah. he actually, he's a menace <laughs> on the counter. You've infamously attack. said that you don't care about that league. Um, he, he's a menace. He's a menace on yes, the counter. Yes, he's in the box. Yeah, yeah okay. exactly. He's... He gets himself into attacking and positions. I know, and you're not, acting like I'm referring to him like a David Silva well, type that, Well, that when you say that, that's what it's implying. Like like this creative playmaker. No, it's just a guy that's in the box, like making the last pass or, or doing the diagonal. All right, so Benzema's assists don't count either then. Well, I'm not talking about him like he's a creative type. No, no, but I mean either. I just said well, like, he, he, he's not only everything. does he score goals, but he also gets assists. Yeah. I'm just I'm just saying that's just a cherry uh, on top. I'm not saying he's the greatest assister ever or he's this like creative mind. I'm just saying he's also capable of that. You know, obviously he's not known for being a, an assister. That's just, why would I be talking about Haaland as an assister? I'm just mentioning that that's a benefit he has. <laughs> I'm struggling to think of any striker that has a lot of goals that doesn't also have a good amount of assists. You know what? That doesn't even matter. 
But the point yeah. is, no, the point to me is that Vinicius isn't on that level and he isn't even on Mbappe. So for you to even mention that is, is crazy to me. So but if, if you believe that, if that, if that's what you believe, then that's good for you, bro. I don't agree with you. That's all I'm saying. Let's, let's, let's maybe go off a little bit more than just two, three months. That's all I'm asking. Well, he's been the same player before. Now he's just no. Goals. I mean, no. Last year he was a bottle artist, man. Come yeah, on. yeah. Like and he still I said, and he still can be. By the like way, like I said, uh, he's just scoring more goals. I know. But, yeah, he's more effective. Um. Uh, yeah. So let's get into the league uh, preview, or I'm sorry, review, and then we'll get into the previews. Uh, let's see here. Shit. Okay, so last uh, Saturday, November 20th, Chelsea dumps three on uh, Leicester. Leicester have been on a pretty bad run of form uh, in the last uh, in the last month and a half or so. Yeah, they're playing pretty bad. Uh, they lost to Arsenal. Oh, they drew against Brighton in the FA Cup. Yeah, FA Cup. They did beat Brentford. Ah, I guess they're not as terrible as I thought. They beat Spartak. They beat Manchester United. And they drew against Crystal Palace. Yeah, it's really just been the last few weeks that have been rough. I don't know why I felt like they had a worse season. Yeah, but um, no, Chelsea look, you know, again, menacing. They're actually playing good, too. Yeah, yeah. They, they created <laughs> they're not even, like, like, kind of fortunately getting these wins. They're, they're dominating. Yeah. They really are fucking scary. No, and the defensively, sure. they're just not letting anything through. Yeah, Tuchel's done a number with them. Yeah, man. Um, Again, like every every week you can count on a goal coming from every side of the field on that team. I mean, so we have, you know, Chilwell, who's, who just got injured recently. But, you know, Reese James and this time Rudiger scoring. It, it comes from every angle. I think they probably have the most goals distributed amongst teams in the Prem. And uh, I'm not a fan of that. Ah, <laughs> uh, fair enough. Like, I guess I can see there's a benefit in it, but I guess it's more of a thing of the system, right? The manager. Yeah, that's why uh, you know teams like Chelsea and City they'll never have like a Kareem Benzema or a Harry Kane or a Lewandowski because I feel like they're not centric on one player for the sake of not being predictable. And Would they change their 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 tactics up if they did have that kind of player? I don't know because you know Pep had Aguero. Um, and I don't mean like last year, but, you know, early in his career and didn't even utilize him to his peak form. You know, he was more than happy to sit him. Oh, quite speaking often. of Aguero. Oh, yeah. Oh, we didn't touch on that. Yeah. I guess that's a good segue, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. He's he's officially retired now uh, due to the heart issues. So, yeah. I mean, tough moment, I think, for, for fans around the world that remember his, you know, burst on the scene uh, with Atletico and so on. It's crazy because nobody ever would have thought, you know, especially with what we had going on, uh, you know, earlier this year or uh, might be last year. I'm tripping, but uh, where Erickson, you know, uh, cardiac arrest, you know, having all these these heart issues going on in the world. And it's to see that affect somebody like Aguero. It's like, oh, man, it really does put it in perspective. But, yeah, I mean, salute to a great career, you know. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks to see someone kind of prematurely. uh be retired like that due to some bullshit health issue that just flared up um and the man's had a great career my respects to him 
one of the best strikers of all time. If we're being honest and not objective about things, yeah, he's definitely one of those guys that that history is going to remember. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, maybe not statistically, although his stats I mean, aren't terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think the moments of his clutchness were... We'll, we'll, we're, we're looking at yeah. fucking Ronaldo and Messi as like these sort of like base marks and these guys are just they just did different things yeah yeah. but but you know due to that we we don't really appreciate suarez lewandowski to an extent Riveri. uh ribery um, yeah not even just scorers Van nisselroy kaka um just so many players that we like well he didn't score as much as messi and ronaldo even and those neymar guys, to an extent I neymar feel. too yeah yeah, it's like, yeah, we, we can't use that benchmark, but but guys like uh, like Aguero, Suarez. Yeah, yeah, Aguero was this era's Romario, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can maybe see that. maybe like uh, more he, responsible he, for sure. Maybe even slightly better, just because you know. Yeah, yeah, he had no, a longer Romar- career. Like, a lot of those guys, their careers are so brief, and we think of guys like uh, Aguero, sort of to an extent, with a limited career, you know, but. He played more than all the other guys. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the shitty part is that he wasn't period. readily available all the time. If he was, I think he would be closer to that that, that Messi-Ronaldo level that we're talking about. Maybe uh, like a Slatan. Slatan Lewandowski level. Because Lewandowski, for me, is going to go down as one of the best, too, by the, the way. The third best of this generation. F- yeah, possibly. I mean, you know, it's just it's kind of undeniable at this point. But um, I guess anybody would is right to think that, yeah, we would have loved to see him elsewhere. You know, maybe Spain or or you know italy or or england but you know the man made his choice and he made a great career there but kind of robbed us a little bit of you know getting to see what he's really made of you know because how many other great strikers have come out of of germany you know that strictly played their own their whole career in germany i mean i can think of miroslav Klose, who even he went to lazio and had a great yeah he he mostly built his career outside of uh yeah it's just crazy to think you know yeah i don't really know uh there's not many shouts. I I could be honest with you. All the best German German players or players that went through Germany went out and played for these clubs, the Madrids, the Barca's, the you know the Chelsea's. You know Michael Ballack, they went for him quick. Lewandowski, I always expected him to take that route, and never quite did it. Yeah, so it's kind of strange, but that's why it's kind of hard to say he's like one of the best, but he's got to be right statistically. Yeah, there, there's kind of no denying he's broken all of Gerd Müller's records, other yeah. than the you know the one that Messi broke. Yeah. So yeah, no. Man, that's a good question. I don't think I don't think anyone's ever come out of. Uh, they just don't let their players go, man. Yeah. But um, I mean, in terms of Aguero, yeah, man, like he's definitely in that conversation, and you know, obviously, like a player that I hold near and dear, you know, just for watching him for so long, at different points in his career, you know, different hairstyles, different celebrations, <laughs> different like. All this shit, you know. Different girlfriends. Different managers, yeah. Different girlfriends, different, you know, <laughs> shit. It's. It's a trip, you know? Like, it's crazy that, like, one day, like, as a City fan, we saw him play his last match, and then it was like, fuck. I always envision, like, seeing him I score just, more for another team. I just, I, I remember you, and maybe this isn't, like, representative of your sentiments as a whole towards him, but, you know, towards the end, you're like, man, he's got to go. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like he's we, poor. we just we just can't we just can't keep carrying him like that, you know. Yeah, he's poor, man. He was poor, and uh, he just wasn't available. That, that that's the tough part. That too, yeah. He's he just part. wasn't that reliable. Last year, year and a half, he was just yeah. constantly injured. Yeah, but right now, um, you know, I speak of him in a good light because in light of the issue, you know, heart problems and things, it's like, dang, like maybe that was affecting him too. Oh, I I wouldn't be, I wouldn't doubt it. You know, he was already having issues when he was playing Copa America in in South America and you know, fainting in the locker room, shit like that. It's like, damn, that's not normal, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, it, it could have been an issue that had been accruing. Yeah, it, it, uh, it's tough to see, man, because Aguero, again, is a modern great. and uh, It seems like a chill bloke as well, by the way, lighthearted. You know, yeah, just, he seems very likable. Yeah, so, yeah, thoughts with him, and, you know, hopefully he can ride off into the sunset, enjoy his life. Yeah, man, uh, well, great career, and you know, we'll miss him. Yeah. Maybe maybe he'll still stay connected to football in some sense. I don't. He doesn't seem like the type. He's a yeah. He's like a party guy, you know. <laughs> he actually likes the game a lot, so doesn't take things very seriously. Yeah. But uh, yeah. You know, farewell Aguero. We'll always remember that call. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Legendary. Yeah. Um, um. But yeah, moving on, we'll do the the review and then the preview, and then we'll get to stepping. Uh, oh, we were doing it, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Aston Villa first game under Steven Gerrard uh, beats Brighton two zero. Right now, Brighton I know for sure haven't had a good stretch of games. They've uh, they've drawn a lot. <laughs> yeah, they've gone through a little bit of a rough patch. They lost to Aston Villa, drew against Newcastle, drew against Liverpool, drew against Brighton. In the FA Cup, but went on penalties. Lost to City 4-1. to That's not to be ashamed of. Drew with Norwich and drew with Arsenal. That's, yeah. They've fallen very hard from the last, from the first two months, month and a half. Yeah, definitely. It's a roller coaster. But, I mean, they're in good position considering who they are. So, like, it's good that they had a hot start because now they have this cushion. Whereas teams like Newcastle, like, they can't afford to lose these games anymore. I, they're still living off that goodwill that they uh, accumulated in, yeah. in those first weeks, Ernie said that they're uh, relegation battle bound. Yeah, I think that wasn't a hot take at the beginning of the season, and then you know, at in a month in, it it couldn't be any wronger. So, but now it looks like they're falling back into that territory. So we'll have to definitely monitor them. But I don't think they'll fall. Uh, Graham Potter's proven to be, you know, creative. I think he'll be able to get something going for them. Moving on from that, uh, Burnley draw with Crystal Palace. Fucking Burnley kind of getting results together too. Yeah. And results for them is not a win necessarily. It's a draw against a team that's been playing pretty good and that's had pretty good results recently, uh, Crystal Palace. Yeah, well, Sean Dyche, I mean, he's one of the the most tenured managers in the league at this point. In the In the first division? He's up there, you know. Yeah, Burnley's still in, in relegation zone. Nine points still, but they've gotten a couple of draws recently. And uh, Crystal Palace, they've they've actually been pretty good. Yeah, they're they're square in tenth place, just one point difference on the goal differential. They're basically what Leeds used to be. Yeah, they're this year's uh, Leeds, but uh, I would say they're a little more talented than Leeds was last year. Ah, uh, you know, in some areas for sure. I think yeah. they still lack a little bit in work ethic. 
but uh, I mean, not so much work ethic. I just, you know, it's just they they don't press the ball like Bielsa well, did. It made them, you know, made leads. Yeah, but that wind is annoying, isn't it? <laughs> uh, but yeah, man. Uh, in- interesting result. I I thought I love it when it's three three. I mean, betting that a, a Burnley game would end in six goals and at least three being in their favor. That's yeah, I crazy. wonder what the odds were on that. Yeah, insane. And, well, a very similar score up next, uh, Newcastle, Brentford, similar level clubs almost, with the exception of Palace being, you know, pretty good. Uh, Newcastle and Brentford draw. So, you know, Brentford continue amassing results too. Well, Brentford started off great. Yeah. They're kind of falling off now. They're going to find themselves definitely in a a relegation uh, battle. They're in 14th right now with 13 points. After starting off how they did. Mm. But they have played good, so... Hey. You know, for whatever that's worth. Yeah. And then uh, following is a, another Norwich win. Wow. Wow. Yeah, man. They beat Southampton. The, the Dean Saints. Smith. The Saints. Dean Smith is yeah. at the helm. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Oh, there was a... Ah, fuck. I wish I remember the exact names, but... The... The last team... Oh, okay. So... So, Ole beat... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, Richard Jolly tweeted this. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, you saw it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Uh, fuck. Ole I, I beat Nuno. Yeah. And, the, and he got fired. Yeah. And Nuno's last win was against Villa. D- against Dean Smith. And then Dean he got Smith, fired. He got fired. And then, uh, Nuno, maybe. and then Nuno's last win was against United, and then no. Wait, Ranieri's last win. Oh, Ranieri. I don't know, man. There, there's a weird little stat, but yeah, it was like a, it was like relegation or sack managers beating each other. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. crazy. But man. anyway, anyway, uh, yeah, um, Dean Smith first win with Norwich, which isn't like one of those surprises. Oh, he turned the ship around. No, it's. You know, similar level, I yeah. would say. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not. And similar. then the surprise of the weekend was uh, Watford handing four to, was to it Manchester really, United. Though? Watford's capable of dropping four on anybody, if you ask yeah, me. I guess. I, I guess any team is, right? As long as you hit all your fucking marks. Your marbles, yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, United were definitely piss poor. Fucking win. <laughs> Golly. Nah, nah, yeah, United were <laughs> just a mess, and, well, Watford made them pay. Oh, that's annoying. Anyway, uh, yeah, uh, Watford got two in in, uh, in stoppage time. To be fair, yeah, yeah so but, it wasn't clearly indicative. But uh, Maguire, what a, what is a that a brain head. fart, or is, just, is he actually stupid? I think he's just he was just for sure trying to put the last nail in the coffin for Ali. He needs to be like, you know what? Let's. He was uh, a sacrificial lamb. Yeah, he's like, I know we're there. We're already losing two one, but let me just <clears throat> really just make sure. And yeah, maybe he should uh, not do the ear celebration anymore. Because <laughs> uh, I think even that won't fuck help all the booze F- he's been fuck getting. Fuck a guy for for uh, for just trying to get some motivation for himself going. For real, like bro, he's just trying to be like Grealish. That's all. <laughs> he, uh, oh, I never asked you. Uh, yeah. Uh, but I don't know. We keep talking about Ole, but what uh, what do you think about the uh, <laughs> the the exit interview he had with MUTV? You know, I actually didn't watch it uh, like completely. I just saw. Oh, snippets. me neither. I couldn't. I, yeah, I yeah. just, I, I just think it's funny. Like it's just like, 
it's kind of like a small parody of the club you know it's like it's like something you see in the office like uh, something just occurred and now they're asking somebody like well yeah it was a good time here and like, i wish the boys the and best you, and, and you just imagine jim just doing his like yeah exactly his shrug yeah like yeah i'm getting transferred to Utica. he's charming yeah it's uh he's cool uh, it's weird man it's just strange but like you know i'm just kind of like taking the piss um i don't <laughs> when i saw it i was like Okay, and, and there was a grand uh, image too. Goodbye, Ole, or or something like that. Yeah. Something Ole Gunner. Farewell, Ole. For, farewell. Oh, yeah, yes. something like that. And um, then I saw the fucking video. I'm like, they made a graphic, they planned this all out, and he's he's totally like, like you know, well dressed. Like he's like chilling. Where where you know, this is the most amicable breakup we've ever had. You know, we're splitting everything fifty fifty. Um, you know, I understand I'm not what he needs. She understands what I need. Yeah. And, you know, we're going to wash our hands. It was great times. He, they, they, they helped me immensely. And I just, I just hope we can stay in touch and catch up with each other. Maybe get some coffee. Yeah. I think he did say, he's like, I'll, I'll be back one day. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'll be back one day. Uh, and I'll be watching. I'll be watching and ruining for you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it was so like cringe. What the fuck? Uh, I understand that they want to play nice and that everything is nice and well, but it was kind of awkward. And uh, if I got fired, dude, no matter how long I was there, no matter how much of an affiliation, I'm not going to be so, like, understanding and, like, happy about things and shit. I'm, uh, I'm going to be kind of pissed off. I wouldn't even agree to it in the first place. I, I'll probably make... No, I'd make a good video. Just and take the piss. Just... <laughs> Sheesh. Um... I, I don't even know where this whole thing that Ole's an actual United legend. I think he was there during a legendary time. And, and he had some good moments. Yeah, yeah. He's just there by association. It's like, like me just, saying... He's uh, like a fringe... Is he like a... Is he like an Edin Dzeko? <sighs> no, I'm trying to think of... Uh, man, is he like a Sasha Vujicic? Yeah, we're always gonna remember him. Sasha Vujicic, Jordan Farmar, Jordan Farmar, that kind of guy. Yeah, Um, you know, is Derek Fisher speaking too highly? That's too highly. Yeah, that's more like Van Nistelrooy for me. Oh no, no, Uh, Van Nistelrooy. No, Van Nistelrooy Nistelrooy is like a Devin George. Okay, (laughs) no, 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 no. Uh, he's like a Pau Gasol for me. Yeah, maybe because like you know, no, uh, he has to be higher, dude. Van Nistelrooy is so good. He's but so fucking then you, good. Then you got to think about Van Persie and Skulls and Giggs and Rooney. I think Van Nistelrooy was better than Beckham, Van Persie. You know, Ronaldo. No, Ronaldo's your Kobe. Could yeah. be, yeah. Ronaldo's or or your... like Wayne Rooney. Yeah. One of the two. Well, then Rooney's got to be Jordan then, right? Ah, oh, fuck that. Ah, uh, fair enough. No, Anyways, he could be. I think he, he's he a could be Derek Fisher. Yeah. Yeah, he could be Derek Ollie Fisher. can be Derek Fisher? No, 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 no. Uh, uh, Wayne Rooney. Oh, Wayne Rooney, shit. But yeah, Ali, so then Ali's not even like, yeah, Ali's like uh, Chris Mim. Chris Mim. He's Chris Mim. He's fuck. He's you he's, know what? Like at the fucking, at the very uh, most, he can be Trevor. He's Smush Reza. Parker. Smush he, Parker. He could be Trevor. Oh, oh fuck. That's fucked. Up. Oh, Trevor Reza. That's yeah. A, yeah. That's that's solid. Trevor. That, Ole. Yeah. All right. Oh, Trevor Reza. Trevor. Reza. God damn it. Metal World Peace. Oh, no. Uh, no. He's no. more of a legend. That, no. Uh, that's Nani. Oh, uh, that's Nani. Yeah. That's true. That's, <laughs> that's Ferdinand shit. <laughs> no, no, Ferdinand is your yeah. Fer, Ferdinand is your uh, your uh, Derek Fisher for sure. <laughs> that's the uh, NBA NBA Premier League pod. Um, but anyway. Yes, sir. Yeah, no, I thought I thought the interview was weird, and uh, I don't know if Ole is a full on legend. 
to be giving him that kind of credit for. But no one's ever stepped up to United like that. Yeah. It's just any time I think a former player becomes a manager for an extended time like that, there's going to be that uh, that honor to it, despite him not being really worthy of it, if I'm honest. But, yeah, fair enough. All right. So, um, Next yeah, week. yeah, we move on from that. That, that. that was a digression on my part. Um, Let's see here. Wolves beat West Ham, man. That play by uh, Jimenez and... Uh, Who's on the right? Oh, Podence. Daniel Podence, who's starting to, who's looked much be- much better this season. Still not firing all the way, but he's looked better under the, under this new manager. So I don't know. Well, Wolves as a whole, man. Let's talk about them being fifth in, in the league at the moment. I mean, Bruno Lage. Yeah. Hey. Lage. Large. 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 Large and in charge. I don't know how to pronounce Large, it. Large. But uh. <laughs> Wolves is back. I don't know if that has anything to do with Jimenez. Wolves are back, baby. No, no. <laughs> nah, Jimenez, man. He's cool. But, like, I think uh, my boy uh, Min Ki, what an addition. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like him. But, no. Uh, Wolves are that team. Are, uh, may- maybe they're turning into the next Newcastle as far as. All I'm like, going to say is. Like fighting talent. Jimenez is playing top. I mean, uh, the Leicester City. I like I like the way Jimenez is playing, but I I think it's more of a testament right now, to like this guy Hyung Min being more of like a, of a Jota replacement, and he links up very well with with uh, Jimenez. I think most times when Jimenez has scored or when he has scored, it's been between them two. You know. I don't even I don't even think he was part of that play. No, no, not this time. No, no, but I'm saying like oh, okay. going back oh, in the past. You I know? see what you mean. Like oh. I, I remember uh, when when you know Hyung Mi scored that f- that one goal. He scored a brace. Yeah, and and Jimenez uh, assisted him on one of them. So it's like they have a good link up. So Wolves as a whole, I mean, they're just they're revamped, man. I thought they were gonna become like the next Newcastle, but they're actually playing pretty well. Fifth place, man. That's not a lie. Yeah. At this point, that's that's you just slowly building up points. Street cred. Getting. Getting your name out there, you know? Yeah, they're kind of playing like... Oh, shit, Wolves, you heard about them. This year's villain. Hey, hey, they got something going on? Yeah, they got something going on. Hey, how much did they gast on Jimenez? (laughs) Yeah, like like those fans, like those fans that you saw at the Fan Fest, it's like, no, 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 you're a Wolves fan just because you're a Raul fan, let's be honest. Hey, hey, we barely got here. We barely got here. Hey, we got the Wolves edition, the special Doritos, dog. Yeah. Nah, Julian Brandt, man. Hey, what a player. Yeah. Uh, but I, yeah. I probably will still take Florian Wirtz. Yeah, Florian squirts on squirts. him. Squirts, yeah. yeah. Damn, man. Uh, anyway, moving on from uh, Wolves. West Ham stutters. But they're still the truth, I think. West Ham's still the truth. Yeah, they they had a bad day at the office. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Liverpool, man, they dumped four on Arsenal. Yeah, dumped it right and, on their back. And uh, Arsenal was playing pretty good up until the goal. Yeah, up until the Arteta argument, really. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, that was that was made into a meal, wasn't it? Yeah, and people ate it. Well, they're hungry. They went for seconds too. It it wasn't that deep. Player uh, managers get into it. Players get into it. It's it's the heat of the moment. I'm sure at the end of the day, you know, they'll shake hands, swap misses, whatever. They did. Know? So yeah. Oh, I don't know about the misses. Is I wouldn't be surprised uh, at the weirdos in football these days, though. Well, these days, man, there's probably a rink going on. Yeah, uh, there, there's probably much. like a there's probably a website like, uh, uh, shagmywag. Shagmywag.com. 
Dash yeah. EU. <laughs> just because Brexit. Fuck's sake. Yeah, but uh, anyway. Uh, uh, yeah, but Liverpool, I mean, you know, just, just playing, dominant. Playing yeah. to their strengths and Arteta playing it to wrong, their yeah. best. Playing their strengths to their best. So it wasn't even... I, I don't see any criticism, and honestly, there shouldn't be any, that Arsenal were outplayed. There's nothing that you can say or or do that that was going to negate that. It, it's not a managerial thing. I guess it might be to an extent, but player wise, the quality is just all over, uh, all, all over um, Liverpool. All over the park, yeah. L- Liverpool is just. They were showing they, off. They play their game, and man, they played it to their best. That press is the Guggenheim. stupid. Yeah. It's stupid. Yeah, I like that. Like Brian McBride would fit in perfectly on that team. <laughs> I mean, for his He's work, a hard work worker, ethic. he yeah. works. He earns his meals. But no, I mean, yeah, credit to Liverpool. They got it completely right, you know. And uh, it's a good learning les- It's a good learning curve for for Arsenal. I'd say. Uh, who's the better fullback, Cancelio or uh, Trent Arnold? Uh, that's a good question, man. Uh, I'll give it to Trent, and and I, I'd say based on form, I, I like Cancelo more. Both both don't defend particularly great. They're they're like average, bang average at defending. But yeah. going forward, they're amazing, right? But I think Trent for his consistency, I have to give it to him. Well, for what he's gonna give you, yeah. So but, if you're a team that that's based off of crosses and, and you build for crosses and you train for crosses, well, that's one thing I will say about Trent. He he spams that, but though. but. City, you know, you're getting attacked in different ways. It's not always going to come from the cross, whereas Liverpool work that way. Right. You know right. what I mean? I mean, how many times have we seen Cancelo ping a ball with, you know, backspin on it? Like, just some stupid balls. It's like, yo, this cat is talented. And that's where I give he's him the benefit. Uh, on Trent, you know. I like Trent, though, but I'll, I'll give it to Trent just because he's done it con- more consistently for a longer time. But today, like, on form, Cancelo really is is the cock of the walk, man. I mean, today and going back to I think uh, uh, I think Trent's slightly leading on assists. And oh no, Cancelo's yeah, not too far back. And and that's my point though. But you compare uh, Trent's assists to to Cancelo's, it's it's like you said, it's more of a variety from Cancelo where Trent really spams that that cross. You know, I think he he attempts the most crosses in the league. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, yeah, those early crosses are murder. Oh, but there, yeah, they're they're, that takes quality. That takes quality. It's Beckham esque, you know, with the with the bend he puts on it. Yeah, and and we never thought we would see anything like that, but he's he's getting yeah. there, and his free kicks are. Yeah, they're pretty good too. Yeah, both great players. Both oh, great for fucking sure. players, and it's crazy that I'll take Cancelo though. By the way, but I obviously know. I'm yeah. a City fan, yeah. you know. Um, you're a City fan, but you're also. Like, it's hard I, to it's hard to say that you're wrong too, you know. It's because it's crazy. Who's gonna deny right? that? Who's Be- gonna say no? Yeah. You're like, oh well, that that's not even unreasonable. Yeah. Well, I think like like you said, like his phantom play, his ability to play as a six or an eight at times when he advances so far. You know what that reminds me of? It's just you don't see it, you know. You know what that reminds me of? Uh uh Chris Paul versus Darren Williams. Uh Fuck. that was a nice little battle that was had for like two years or that so. That was a showdown. Yeah, that was yeah, a showdown. That, and that's what reminded me of like, They came you, around the same draft class too. They yeah, you can't really say like like if someone said, Yeah, for sure Trent Arnold, you're like, Okay, that's that's a good opinion. If you're gonna say for sure Cancelo's okay, that's a good opinion too. Yeah. And and you know, and it really depends on what you look for out of your fullbacks. Cause defensively I, I like Reese James and Kyle Walker more. So it really depends what you what you like, you know. Reese James is good. Well, Reese James is Reese James is Reese nice. James to me is, is the most complete fullback. He's nice. He's a unit, 
He's got a strike on him. He's got uh, his passing is not that great, but his crossing is is decent. It, it's great, it's good, but it's th- like his passing. He's not as good as Trannon and Kinsella. And Kinsella, yeah, and dribbling the other two are better too. But but he's man, yeah, that guy is good. Good luck getting around him. No, yeah, he's but I mean, Kyle he's Walker. Just... Good luck getting around him. Yeah, you're yeah. not gonna out muscle him, and you're not gonna outspeed him. Just forget about it. Yeah, and he's a bully too. Like you he need to be technical to with that motherfucker. And you know, who else do you have to clean up? Uh, Stones, Laporte, Diaz. You know, e- even the left back crosses for for Manchester City. The left back always comes in to help. Yeah, always. And Rodri's is is. And then Rodri really likes well. to drop back too. But anyway, um, enough about City. Even though they're the next match on the. Go for it. Uh, yeah, no three 0 man. Not much to say, but I will say really solid quality Go back goals. Back to the basics. Yeah, it's the basics. Fabian <laughs> Delph. Man, he 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 turned over the ball so easily and cheaply on one play, and the only thing that that came to mind was let's go back to the basics. basics. Lot. It's the basics. It's the basics, and he's all pissed off. He's like, bro, yeah, who are you? Yeah. It's anyway, the Delphi, man, I like that guy. Yeah, man, you know, the great uh, rocket of a goal from Rodri Cancelo. What a goal! Ass- what a what but, a great assist! But have you seen any assists better than that this season, or any time recently? It's been outside a while. the boot from. Kind of the left-leaning field, but like about yeah. thirty-five yards out, right to uh, Raheem Sterling's foot. Raheem oh, Sterling dude. meets it on the bounce. It was Beautiful like, ball, and then and you a, see a the, lot of people said effect. exquisite. That's the perfect word. Yeah, yeah. And was... the great finish by Sterling. I'm not going to discount that because that was a good finish. It was. It's tough. It was it's on the run, full speed. Uh, catches it on the bounce, goes into the right upper. He got it perfectly. Beautifully. But it, it's pass, almost like he scored it with the bottom of his cleat, too, almost. Yeah, oh, you, you have to meet it. Like, you have to chop down at it. Yeah. Like, you, you, you don't want to meet it in the middle or in oh, the no, it's, it's almost impossible. Yeah. You want to catch it as t- as high up as possible. But anyway, he meets it great, but that pass, man. Fuck! Yeah, that pass was perfect. Wow. <laughs> wow, I haven't seen a, a pass like that to a goal in a long time. I yeah, mean, it's honestly beautiful. It had a, it um, had a lot of height on it too, which was I more impressive. I love that. It was it had the perfect amount of height, perfect amount of spin, and the finish was a peach. But fuck, yeah, that ball. Wow, man. balls to do that too. Yeah. I saw that. I I woke up to watch that game. Well, I didn't wake up to watch it, but I was up to see it. And uh, when I saw it, I was like, "Fuck, man!" All right, guys, uh, it's time to go to bed. I think. Yeah. Uh, I think it's sorted from here. I think it's sorted. And then I switched over to ESPN because that's where the Madrid game was. And fuck. I didn't even see anything else, man. That was that was it. But I did catch the Rodri goal, which was... Yeah. Good opp- like, opportunity. It's a, it, like, the fact that that's the second best play of the game, to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To me. Because the goal is a peach. And if you're going to tell me that the goal was better, okay, I'm not mad at that. No, but, but that goal, yeah, man. Think of, fuck, yeah. what a rocket. He was about 30 yards out. Just meets it bouncing out. Yeah, Meets yeah. it perfectly. And if it wasn't for Thiago's magical backspin goal that hovered over the ground like a UFO, I would say that was the goal of the week. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. For the Bottle Soccer Talk podcast. Whatever the fuck we know. We're just two drunk guys talking shit into some Blue Yeti microphones with fucking wind in the back. Yes, sir. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. But yeah. Any more thoughts on that game? No, no. Business as usual. That's a whooping. Yeah. That was a whooping. Yeah, City look good right now. They're picking up form. Man, they're scary. They're starting to pick it they're up. Scary, too. brother. Uh, but yeah, next match we have you know new manager in town, Conte. Obviously, his second or third game now, but he's starting to look better. Started to be uh, more passionate with the team, and it's translating to good results. 
Hoisberg and Reguilon score. Reguilon's was kind of like a, a fortunate bounce off the post and he hits it in. But, I mean, regardless, Tottenham deserved to win and, and Leeds continue to struggle. And that's about it on that. I mean, I hate to see Kane still fucking dormant, but, you know, at this point, I don't even know what to believe. He seemed a little more energetic. Yeah. Yeah. But then maybe that's confirmation bias, like uh, like the whole Barcelona thing for me. Possibly. Maybe he's just still heated that there's no more fizzy drinks and, you know, cheesy pizza and shit like that. Ketchup. Yeah. Did we ever talk about that? The I think ketchup? so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it's basically pure sugar. <laughs> A lot of managers are banning it from their uh, facilities these days. <laughs> Trash. And, uh, yeah. Anything else about the past week? No, no, that's... I think that's pretty much it. I mean, um, I, I did want to speak about La Liga real quick, just because my my team's back on first. Yeah. And uh, fuck, uh, you know the crazy thing is, is uh, Atletico keep getting these last minute wins. God damn it, that fucking <laughs> win! Atletico keeps getting these wins. Hey, I'm talking about wins, wins. Uh, yeah. And. They're staying up there, but Madrid, man, I think Madrid have been playing to a higher class than all, all the other teams. They've beat everybody else. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I mean, they're, I think, you know, I, I think it was what I predicted as well. I mean, I think they were. it's their league to win this year. They're just better than the opposition. Obviously, Atleti are always going to be close, but I think they have the class, and especially with the season that Vinicius is having, that is better than what he did last year, I think, without a doubt. Oh, and Benz. And, and Benz. Oh, ben, Benzema is Benzema. He's he's just like set the standard for a few years and still continues on it. And then, you know, like you said, it when Cruz and Modric are available and Casemiro as a backup, you know, as a hold, hold up for them, I think they're one of the most talented front sixes in the world, right? Or in the league for sure, for certain. So I think, yeah, man, it's no surprise, but... Ancelotti is... Kind of winning you over. Yeah, yeah I mean... You want to top him up, was, I get there was, it. there was any doubts... Fuck's sake... Ancelotti's been uh, been pretty good for for Madrid. It's it's been a good match so far. The one the I mean the main problem really. It's not even the one thing. It's the main thing is his rotation. Right. I know the the team is pretty thin right now. There's not a whole lot of talent to come up for whoever's not starting. Other than maybe Asensio or I mean Rodriguez. I don't know if he's on that level, but or Rodrigo I should say. Rodrigo. Uh, is uh. Is uh, what's his name? The French kid, Kamavinga. Is he injured? Mm, I'm not sure actually, I but I haven't seen him in a few matches. Yeah, it's been a while. Maybe but he might be. I don't know. He's gonna work, probably be worked in and out, in and out. He's young as fucking. You know, so. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of rotation going on, and that that was uh, Ancelotti's biggest criticism in the time before he had uh, with Madrid in in that uh, Champions League winning season, and it's and the one after, and right. it's starting to become a question now. But Alaba has been great. Uh, Mili has been okay. Um, Vinicius, Benzema, and the middle three have been good. the the big The big concern is the right wing, and uh, I think Bernardo's I think, the guy. I think that's it, man. I would love that. Ah. I would love that. But Asensio and Rodrigo are doing a good job, kind of uh, switching back and forth since Bella hasn't been available. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Valverde yeah. has in as well, so that'll help with depth when he comes back. Yeah, I we mean, saw the appearance of Antonio Blanco today. Yeah, pretty, uh, pretty excited about what his ability is. Yeah, and going back to what our our pal Boris mentioned earlier, but this is more focused on the fans. <laughs> um, 
you know, it was a shame to see Madrid fans calling Gareth Bale Marica de Mierda or something along those lines. And then when he pulls up, they, they stay quiet. They stay quiet. He's Indeed. like, uh, excuse me? Oh, oh, I don't speak Spanish, but I know what you said. Yeah. They stay quiet. And he rolls off, like, shaking his head. And they start talking shit again. Uh, you guys are some bitches. Oh, my God. That was some bitch assery. Sheesh. Man, that was some... Say it to his face, pussy. That's like the, the people that are like... They had Man, I chance. wish somebody would test me. Yeah, he, they had all the chance. Like He's like, okay, tell me what I want to hear. Yeah. And he parked it. Looked around. <laughs> oh, you guys aren't saying nothing? Okay, I thought so. Uh, thought so. <laughs> I, I, I felt like that you was a boss that? move. From, yeah, I respect yeah. that, man. Sheesh. For sure. You haven't done shit this season. <laughs> yeah, I respect that. Fuck's sake. You and he's a, in my opinion, he's a Madrid legend, man. Say what you will. He's Sheesh. a Madrid legend. Uh, yeah, he's, no, got a, he's got a pretty good claim to it over guys like maybe Guti. Um, yeah, it's he, just a brief moment, a unfortunately, time. you know. Well, it, it just wasn't long enough, unfortunately. I think it, it could have lasted longer for Bell. But he had a good three, four years. Yeah, uh, I mean, they're really, winning his years. Well, yeah, for sure. But like in terms of like production wise, he had two years where he was like in contention for best wingers in the world. Obviously, after like you know Ronaldo and 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 Messi, but like he was up there in that discussion, you know, uh, even passing Neymar, you could say. Yeah, it was it was uh, Neymar, Bale, and and Hazard for third place. Yeah, maybe Robin. Robin for sure. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. Uh, yeah, that's what La Liga is. And when uh, is Hazard coming Sevilla? back? Now that you mentioned them, he has gastrointestinitis or gastroenteritis uh, or whatever it's called. Basically, he's got the the the, uh, the runs. He's got the bubble guts. Ah shit! And he's had it for the last it's game, so eating. we just can't like no matter what. It's, what did you, you eat now? Fuck! <laughs> you just can't depend on this guy. So um, yeah, it is what it yeah, is. That's what it is with him and Bale. He's permanently injured these days. Fuck's sake, dude. So yeah, that's where those two are at today. Yeah, the rest of the team is responding really well, but I, I must say I like Sevilla, and that's who Madrid plays this weekend. Yeah, I'd love Julian Lotopegi at City. <laughs> I I don't disagree. Uh, I, 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 think, I would, I would. But Guardiola has another year left, and uh, you know I think I think there's going to be a steep drop off on what you can expect from City after uh, after Pep leaves. I don't. I'm think not going to say steep. it's as far down as. Uh, I don't think it's United. steep, but I don't. I think it's. It'll be. It'll definitely be a drop off. But it, I don't it'll think be, it'll be. Yeah, it'll be a drop off. It's just. It's hard to imagine with the with money Pep, that City has. Pep, you assume that they won't get a good manager. Yeah, but Pep, you assume one. Not only does he have the draw, because we can't deny that he has pull, just off his presence. Who's going to say no to City? Today. No, no, nobody is. I'm saying it's one of the most desired football clubs to coach at. I yeah, think. because of the assurances you have as a manager, not not because it's a historic. I club. think I think the person with the most pull in football as a manager is Guardiola. Not only not only with the sway. That oh, you're has, talking about it, it's swaying players. I think I mean like managers coming to Coach City. Um, cause, oh no, yeah, no, anybody would fucking be going crazy to go there. Yeah, what I'm saying is their influence within the club. If they're going to expect to have a pep effect. Not yeah. only on the players but the board, I don't I don't know if that's that that's necessarily the case. Besides, Pep has an has an established relationship with the sporting director, and yeah. players want to play for Pep. Not some some for sure. Most I I'll say th- I would say most. 
I don't think so because I don't think Neymar would want to play for Pep. I don't think Ronaldo would want to wait, play for Pep. There's certain players that they're eager. Ronaldo was going to go play for Pep. We if don't know was, that. We if it wasn't for for United's uh, we last don't know minute that. efforts, yeah, dude. No, I, Pep I, never, I feel like nobody like ever was, confirmed that from City's behalf that they were really in for them. Do they ever? No, but they I know. They were denying that they had money up until just the day it was, that they got Grealish. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like just because it was reported doesn't mean it was true. Did fans want it? Sure. But I'm just saying, I, I still, nobody ever confirmed the way that we have no, confirmed. No one's going to f- confirm their losses other than Arsenal no, Wenger. No, no, I mean, City, Everybody could have played for Arsenal. City confirmed that they were in for Kane. City confirmed they were in for Lukaku. City they, they, have had confir- to, they had to be public about it. Okay, but it was never like that with Ronaldo is my point. I don't think that Pep and Ronaldo would have worked out is my point. There are certain players that Pep can't coach. Ibrahimovic, Eto. I think players with big egos, and this is why I think Haaland wouldn't work at City as long as Pep is there. Um, yeah, that's one example, too. I don't think Haaland is a coachable player like that uh, where, you know, it's like he's like, well, this is what I do and this is how I do it. And if I can't fit in your team, then it's not going to happen, you know. So, I mean, I don't think Pep has Pep has pull with certain players, but not all of them, though, unfortunately. I would say most. And you, and you name special cases, man. No, well, I can name more. I mean, there's, there's, there's just players. There's, there's just players that are not going to give you that, uh, what Pep wants. Pep wants you to be a selfless player, the way that Leroy Sané, you know, struggled to be at times and why he left. It's just like, ah, there, there's a good amount of talented players that can't coexist at City because of the demands that are there. One thing about City that I forgot to mention was uh, Cole Palmer made his Premier League debut. Yeah, but he's played in the Champions League already. I know. And well, ye- it's not significant to me. Anymore, but I think I think his his trust in playing him in a false nine, I think it was, kind of spoke to to a lot of things that Pep operates as. Oh, for sure, for sure, yeah. For inclusion of youth, and then he's you very wonder, good. You wonder why um uh, the lap hasn't hasn't played right. Oh well, yeah, like, it was injury well, mostly. Yeah. Well, if if he was healthy, then he would get the call, and he hasn't. Right, right. So yeah, that's 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 been a big issue with him. So so health. Pep probably doesn't trust him that way. That, well, that was the indicator for me, and Palmer did pretty good. Well, no, Palmer is better than Delap because Palmer is yeah. like a he's like a true eight ten, and like Palmer's just your number nine. But you know, I think Palmer is very talented. James McAtee also came on that day, another baller as well. And uh, you know, Gary Neville it's, was quoted. It must be it must feel like shit when Pep is pulling out his like guys that he wants to experiment. Like if you're Rafa Benitez. Uh huh. You must feel like shit. Like, oh, he's really bringing all these kids, huh? Yeah. Shit. Well, Everton, to their defense, had a lot of injuries. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just... But, you know, City's youngsters are just on a level as well where it's like there's not a huge drop-off either, you know? As crazy as that is to say. Um, But, yeah, it's it's nice to see. All right. So, uh, do you want to get into the preview for the Premier League and then call it a day? Sure. All right, man. Cause yeah, we 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 went longer than I intended. <laughs> it's fine. Are you cool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're chilling. Arsenal versus Newcastle. Who do you got? I'll take Arsenal on that one. Yeah, I I take them barely though, two to one. And then uh, Crystal Palace versus Aston Villa. Oh, that's a good match. Yeah, that's a good one. This is really to me gonna see. Oh, okay, Gerard. What can you do? What can you do for me? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's it, you know, two it's legends. Early. Vieira it's early. versus Gerard. Kind of uh, played in the same generation as well. Yeah, they did. Oh, that's good. I like that. Uh, who do you got? Uh, I'll actually take a draw on that one. 1-1. One, one. I'll take Palace. 2-1. to one. Fair enough. 
Liverpool versus Southampton. Yeah, I'll give it to Liverpool. A.K.A. Uh, Liverpool doing the scouting report. Yeah, I'll say 2-0 Liverpool. 3-0. Same type of game, though. You, you know. Oh, wow, Dortmund. What a fucking bottle. Wow. All right. Uh, Wolves versus Norwich. Yeah, that's a good one. I'll, I'll take a draw on that one as well. Yeah? 1-1, one, one. yeah. 2-0 Wolves, me. Fair enough. And then uh, Brighton hosting Leeds. Leeds, 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 Leeds. Damn, that's a good one. I'll Draw. Give, I'll give it to Brighton on that one. Uh, for me, it's a 1-1. One, one. I'll take a 2-1 myself. All right. And then Sunday, uh, Brentford versus Everton. Yeah, oh, man. I'll take Everton 1-0. I'll take a 3-2 anybody. Uh, fair <laughs> enough. I don't know if I've ever had that kind of result. And then Burnley versus Tottenham. Fuck. Uh, yeah, I'll take Tottenham. Ooh, yeah. I'll take Tottenham uh, 2-1. Yeah, me too. It'll be a rough one. Yeah, it's not going to be a scintillating football. Leicester versus Watford. Oh, this is such a good one, man. I love this one. Uh-huh. For me, match of the week, but... Uh, Maybe action-wise, yeah. Yeah, well, action and history-wise, too. Uh, I'll take... Uh, wow, that's a tough one, man. Uh, this one's going to sound crazy, but I'll take uh, 5-3... Uh, Lester, <laughs> damn, that's oddly specific. Yeah, well, these teams always go at it crazy, so. Ah, uh, damn, two two. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I feel like it's gonna be a high scoring game. Two two. Yeah, yeah, more than three goals, right? That's the over. For We're sure. Taking the over. I should, I should probably bet on that. Yeah. Uh, two point five, three point five. Yeah. Sheesh. Uh, okay. Uh, Manchester City versus West Ham. Wow. That's a good one. Yeah. Wow. Um, I'll take City three nil. <laughs> Yeah, I mean West Ham, they're, they're prone. They're prone to losing. You know, they're not. They they can beat you for sure, but they're not gonna outclass you, and they've proven that on the table. You know, they just fourth place tells you that that's where they are. Yeah, I mean, who did they just lose to? Wolves, right? I mean, it's still Wolves, no matter how well they're playing. And to I just think City are better than both of those teams. I mean, we <sighs> one one. Fair enough. Yeah, that's not a bad shot. Yeah, that's what I got. And, and then, any any like concept behind that, or just, uh, just two teams that play well against each other. Uh, well, City usually historically beats them, so that, uh, that's why I'm like, yeah. I just West see, I just United, see West Ham United right now. Uh, they're set up for a counter, and their countering is awesome. It's okay. And yeah. no, no, they're really good at countering. I mean, they're okay. David Moy style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like aside from Mikel Antonio, like. Uh, pace is not really an issue there. It, well, it's not about pace. Well, that's it's, one it's of the about bigger. Breaking. It's yeah, one of the bigger. Can, yeah, yeah, yeah. Forces. That's something that you consider, sure. But uh, Bowen, uh, Forlan, the way they break is is really good. Yeah, they're okay. Yeah, it doesn't worry me. But I mean, I'd be well. That, that well, that's that's the way to get City is on the break. Oh yeah, it's the only on way. a counter attack. It's, yeah, it's the only way. But. Um, yeah, not. I mean, not. They're, that's they're, a that's a that. fair assessment. I yeah. just think that City are just gonna create too much on them. Well, they always create too much. Yeah, they're expected goal FC. Yeah, that and, they are, and they're gonna it's, do the same thing. They're gonna miss a lot of chances. We're gonna be saying that City deserve more shirt next week. They always do. I think. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Is like they're gonna they're gonna say that next week. But yeah. At some point, it's like okay. Well, that's that's what we count for. That's who they are. 
Exactly. Yeah. And I think like just and, based uh, off probability, I think. Yeah. And I, I don't think that West Ham are going to play them out of the park. I don't think West Ham are even going to beat them. I don't, one one draw is is a that's not a bad shot. For good sure. assessment because let's not forget West Ham are actually a good team. On top of everything, they have good players. It's not like like City's quality is like way 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 better than theirs. We're not talking about Watford. We're not talking about Brentford. We're talking about West Ham. Everton. Place. Yeah, they're they're not or even too, even Everton with their injured players. Yeah, no, I'm saying Everton talent wise aren't too distant. Uh, from what West Ham are, despite them being pretty bad on the table. No, I'm saying talent. The West, the Everton that you guys played is. No, sure. I don't know. I, I wouldn't. I don't know. They, if they had a ton of injuries. I mean, we have a ton of injuries too. You know, Kevin De Bruyne, Grealish, Foden. But my point being that I think that City are just that much better than them. Right. But and the I bench, mean, the bench that City have is better than than most starting teams, man. Yeah, yeah. So the quality that that City's gonna put out is. Is really fucking good, but it doesn't necessarily blow West Ham out of the water. They're better, yeah. Okay, well, no, that's fair. I just think th- I just I'm that confident in City that I I think they're bo- blowing most teams in the Prem out said of the water. Three zero. Yeah, I mean four zero, five zero. It's it's all relatively the same. And when with the amount of chances City generate, that's all I'm saying. I'm just alluding to that. But yeah, you're right. They might miss every shot they take. And then the. I mean, I guess for, I guess significance wise, West Ham, City is better, but really know, kind of hard. What do you mean? Oh, I guess for the where they are on the table. Yeah. Oh, okay. But Chelsea United. Yeah, I think that um, one's much more significant. Yeah, uh, that's why. That's what I was gonna kind of go towards is a significant. Just off of his historic. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean. I wouldn't be surprised at a 2-0, 3-0 Chelsea win, but I also wouldn't be surprised at a Manchester United 3-2 win. Right. But I don't think there's anything in between. It's either a fucking bollocking or some crazy high-scoring affair. Yeah, no, I think it will be. I think it will be. Uh, I'll say Chelsea win 3-0. Fair. Yeah, that's fair. And then uh, that that concludes the the Premier League. Uh, <laughs> fuck, man. Uh, Champions League next week? Oh shit, for real, huh? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the next thing up, I think. Oh no, no, it's in two weeks, December seventh. Well, there is some games on Wednesday, but it's the Premier League. Oh shit, really? Yeah. Damn. That's what, yeah. They come thick and fast in December. No, do you want to talk about that real quick, or? Yeah, we could go through them. There's only like six games. Okay. Uh, Southampton versus Leicester. Yeah, I'll take Leicester 2-1. I'll take a 2-2 on that one. Yeah. Then Watford versus Chelsea. London? Yeah, London. Uh, you know, good implications. I'll take a 1-1 draw on that. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, I think... Uh, a little razzle-dazzle. Yeah, they're going to, you know, Watford are going to operate on the counter. One of the top three has to drop points at some point. Yeah, everybody. It's, it, it can happen to anybody. It can happen to anybody. But yeah, I'll, I'll, take, I'll take a draw. I'll take Chelsea. Yeah, 2-1, I guess. West Ham, Brighton. Uh, I'll take a draw on that as well, actually. Yeah? Yeah, why not? Uh, Fuck. I'll take West Ham. Fair enough. I'll take another 2-1 game, though. Brighton will draw blood. Yeah, they're not bad. And then uh, Wolves versus Burnley. I'll take a draw on this as well. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take a 2-2 draw. I'll take a 1-0 Wolves win. <clears throat> and then Aston Villa versus City. Yeah. Uh, This one, uh, I'll take a 1-1 draw. I'll take City 2-0. Fair enough. 
they're that much better, man. It, it could be three 0 even. I don't. Yeah. I don't think Villa's a great team. But they're set up to counter, so maybe if they're lucky and they, you know, the stars align, they'll probably score. <laughs> maybe they'll still be they'll still be outscored. I think. <clears throat> um, and then uh, Everton, oh, uh, a Merseyside derby. Yeah, yeah, wins on a Wednesday. Fuck. Um, that's a good match. I'll I'll actually fancy this one as a draw, which pro- probably isn't like highly likely, but I just feel like the passion of the derby. Yeah. And like you know, Fabian Delph going back Liverpool, to the basics. Yeah, Liverpool aren't you know. They're prone to losing points here and there. You know, they drew against West Ham. They've dropped points more often than not, man. Yeah, <laughs> it so, looks like. So yeah, no, it'll be. I think it'll be a good match. I'll take a draw, one one, two two, something like that. I'll take Liverpool still, 3-1. Okay, for sure. Yeah. All right, and that's our wrap-up. Before we leave, though, what are you thankful for? Uh, Thanksgiving's uh, coming up. Right, right. Are you thankful for uh, Joao Cancelo? Uh, you know, if, uh, I, uh, dang, that's a good question. Because I feel like, uh, as a City fan, like I have so much to be thankful for, right? <laughs> I think uh, I'm just thankful, for, you know, that I'm able to watch attractive football every week. Nice. Yes. That's good. Yeah. I think I'm privileged in that sense. I'm thankful for the chaos in football. Without that, man, my life would have no meaning. And uh, I like that every every week is volatile. There's always something to talk about and to over-exaggerate about. I like that. <laughs> I like chaos. With that, uh, anything else, man? No, no. I, I think that wraps it Jordan up. Jordan Pfock for the USMNT? Uh, I think, yeah. I, I think, think not. So. Uh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> no, I, I think he, he gets a spot, but not starting. But anyway, two guys, two mics, two pints. I'm Henry. I mean, I'm Nestor. That's Henry. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all.